42. 13. We're live. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of, you know, one of these days we're going to get the worst this right. We're going to get this right. Uh, we'll do another episode of the Doctrines of Brad, guys. Uh, Rad stands Yeah, let's for, let's just start this over. American deaths. Okay, let's start over. We're just, all, right. all right, do it over. Okay, three, two, one, go. Okay. Clap. Okay. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Doctrines of Rad. This is episode 13. Rad stands for Reformed American Dads. That was a question asked me uh, in a TikTok recently, so I just want to reiterate that. It has a meaning. It means something. It does. Um, it also is a cool It's not word. an important meaning, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm Logan. This is Drew. That is Drew. There we go. That's better. Yep. Uh, Nothing and, we do is yeah. important. So today's episode is going to be a lot of fun because uh, we're going to just do what everybody else is doing right now, right? Which is to review videos and comment on them. Yeah, we're just so, going to be reacting to TikToks. Yeah, so, so the mic we, is muted. Hey, I'm Ashley. Hello, Ashley. I don't – well, you're good on my end, so don't change anything else. What they're, they may be referring to is your TikTok mic, which may be muted. So, guys, if you're Can watching hear me us, now? I bet you they can. Me? Put that in front of you. Just put that in front of you. They'll be able to pick it up on it. <laughs> Just put it over your face, over your eyes. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can hear you now. They said that they can hear you. Okay, so so check this, this out. We My wealth is showing. We are – he's got two Bluetooth headsets. Okay, we are going to be um, – we're going to be showing you guys, we're going to be reacting and commenting to TikToks tonight. And I have them already spun up. We asked you last week to send us in your TikToks, anything that you wanted us to look at, talk about, whatever. So you're going to want to watch it on the Doctrines of Rad on YouTube live, but stay here on TikTok also. <laughs> like, don't leave TikTok. You're in a first world country. We know you have multiple means we, of social you media. You have a access. tablet. <laughs> one of no, your kids use tablets. your child's tablets Take use your child's them. tablets go over <laughs> to uh to youtube and so you can watch the videos as we watch them uh and because you're if you're just watching on tiktok the context is you're going to basically become torah observant based on the context that we give you <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like a headphone orbital ring that's right is that a is that a sex thing i hope that's not um <laughs> I don't know. I'm We're trying to make I've another baby for so 20 years. I don't know. I don't know what any sex thing is anymore. I've been married for far too long. I'm way out of the loop. Uh, in a, and I guess that's a good thing, probably. Uh, <laughs> well, we're trying to make another baby, so I'll take all the help I can. Oh, get. nice. So look Six up orbital rings. That might be orbital the next rings. thing that you need. Yeah, an orbital ring. I don't know if that's a sex thing or not, but uh, there's a good <laughs> chance that it is. And we're if the orbital this ring is off, so good. Yeah, you want to start over? Yeah. Hey, we're <laughs> Let's Christians. Just... Let's start over. Okay. All right, guys. Hang on. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode thirteen of the Doctor. <laughs> really of said what's missionary? I hate you. <laughs> uh, oh, Edward's got it on his uh, on his big screen. Uh, we got Daniel here. Jeffrey Hall is here. What's up, brother? Kelly K says it looks good. All right, so we've got some so we got some ticky talkies that we're going to look at and react to. Uh, so watch it on the Doctrines of Rad YouTube channel. That's where we are live streaming right now. But also stay here, don't go anywhere, and send us money and your credit cards. Okay, cool. So here is 
There we go. Let's start off with the first one and uh, we'll just let's see where this leads us. I'm excited, dude. This is going to be fun. There's this no is all I'm shooting from the hip here. We don't even yeah. have to be talented to do this. So, uh, Rissa sent us this one first, and she actually said that it has uh, a little bit of a personal story to it. So, uh, I don't know if this is this is not a funny one. She stole her kid's tablet. Good for you, mama. That's right. All right, here we go. Let me know if you can hear the audio. I can't hear the audio. That's problematic. I all can't right. hear it either. Uh, well. <laughs> I hope, I hope I didn't just like, I may, did I just, did I set a standard that we cannot meet? I feel like I, how can we not hear the audio of, oh, maybe, hang on a second. You're muted. You might be muted. Um, how would I know? I'm sorry, Sarah, for the delay. We're going to get there, guys. Just, Look, uh, guys, I pay $39 a month for internet. Okay. <laughs> it tells you something. Uh, I'm getting share system audio. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <coughs> yep, the audio. Is, that's where that's where it went wrong. All right. Now, if I can only get my system audio up, that would be great. Can I give us a verse of the day? Yeah, man, just do something. <laughs> so I really <laughs> so just do anything. Da, 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 da. Hey, all right. Oh, so I got hey, sound. So, Bam. All right, real quick. So 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. Look Amen. to the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be given to you. There's kind of the thing I want to kind of thing I want to talk about later on after we kind of review some of these videos. All right. So here we go. You hear the sound when I started playing it. It was working. Mm, uh, try it one more time. No, no sound. No sound. No sound. Does anybody else on no audio for Kelly K either? Got to be kidding me. Oh, all right. Um, there's got to be another way to figure this out. Dear Daily Wire, this is part of the act. I just want you to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, like when we. This is all rehearsed. Um, absolutely. But it, it's a part of like our thing, like us as guys, right? Like this is the doctrines of rad, right? The confusion, the <laughs> you get to grow and learn with us, right? And it's a, it's a learning experience. For not just yeah. us, because um, this is rehearsed. We know what we're doing. We know we're exactly. Very, what we're we're doing. very professional. So, I mean, if Jordan Peterson uh, is now a member of Daily Wire, we're just asking that. Jordan uh, Peterson, he's just preparing the way for us. Okay, tell me if you see. I'm going to play something here, and let's see if this one works. Um, <coughs> boy, all right. So, screen Coke. share. COVID 2022. Got the Ronas? Yeah. All right. Let's go to where? Um, you should get Chrome rid tab. of it. You have COVID? Throw it out the window. Share tab audio. Ah, this is going to work. Let me know if this works. Men's therapeutic cuddle. It works? I hear it. I hear it all. Perfect. All right. Let me get us, uh, let me get us logged in over here. 
so we're gonna and then, so that uh, clip will actually be used to show a how-to video later on that's why we did it that way um that's every, right every portion of this was intentional so yeah the whole thing for sure I just wanna, i'm gonna start sitting here like this it's power move all right i'm gonna get us signed in Hmm. 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 Select two objects that are the same. All right. I am not a robot. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Michelle. We are the greatest podcast on the face of the planet. Log me in, baby. There we go. I got logged in. You know, we've only been live. Lord Jesus. Minutes. We could delete this one. And we could just start completely new. over. I'll just we cut could. out all of this from the, what I upload. How about that? I'll just make it sound like it, like we know. You better keep every bit of this because we're not liars at the Dr. Nebraska. That's right. We are not. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do this now. I think we got it. So... I just opened Discord. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, I'm gonna freaking just fail <laughs> profanity right now. Say <laughs> oh, okay. Say Release the demons. That's what cussing is. Is you releasing demons? Release the demons. All right. right. Here we go. We are good. <sighs> We're good. You ready? Here we yeah. go. Tell me if you got sound. Got it. Good. All right, so hopefully it's not too loud for everybody else listening. <laughs> Sorry if it is. All right, so uh, this get, this is from uh, the Bible teacher on TikTok. Uh, Jonah yeah. Wiley is his name. Uh, and How do we feel the, about Jonah? I have opinions. I've never actually... Okay, I have I've never actually communicated with him. I yeah, some things I'm uh, I'm like, oh, that was edgy. That was edgy. Um, Jonah ones, is a very young man, and uh, I think he really does love Jesus. I think he's very easily puffed up. He dresses like a hipster pastor. He dresses like Judas Smith, and uh, and like Carl Lentz, and yeah. so uh, aside from Which, that. That's probably like his surrounding environment, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's what he's trying to do. I, I'm not sure. Um, but I do think that he's young. I think he, he I, I said this on somebody else's pod uh, or on their video when you do they another, shared this. You do another podcast, bro? Uh, I'm not. I'm sorry. Oh, you guys, you guys are sending Logan gifts on TikTok? That's nice. That's very nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad you guys are doing that for Logan. Um, so... So his, his, <laughs> his <laughs> thank you for the thank you for the one rose. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. So I um, love this. this let's before we get into my my obviously my judgmental <laughs> approach to Jonah Wiley. Um, right. So the, young. The and TikTok says if you won't on, forgive so, yourself. What? Wait, hold on, real quick. Young what? and his clothes 
and he better get off your lawn. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm 42. <laughs> I'm, I'm twice that kid's age, easily. Oh, There's no man, question in it. my mind. Thank you guys for the, okay. thank you for the finger heart. I feel like that's like the smallest tiny violin for your little weary tears. Um, if you won't forgive yourself, you're telling God that your standard is higher than his salvation. All right. So the, the, the issue, if you're, if you can't watch the video, it's kind of like him just freaking out about it, basically uh, realizing the conclusion. What are you, what are we doing, Logan? Are we, are we, are we changing a light bulb? So it's hot in here and I turned the fan on, but it's a little loud. <laughs> I don't hear it at least. Oh, really? You didn't want to turn that bad boy back up. So, uh, so it, it, you're, if you won't forgive yourself, you're telling God that your standard is higher than his salvation. Now I get the point that he's trying to make. I yeah, think, bet. you know, guys like this, you know, younger guys like this, he's got, he's got an audience. I mean, there's younger people that are watching him. I think his, mm. I think he has intention, a good intentions. I really do believe mm. that. Uh, yeah. but I think that he's a little bit puffed up. I think he's a little bit arrogant. Uh, I think he's, he is, uh, very focused on his image, which even, you know, older guys get focused on too. I do too. It's, it's not, I'm not trying to blame him for it, but I see a lot of my young self. Is he your age? I actually don't know. I think he's like young 20s, Jeffrey. I'm not sure how old you are. Um, but I think he's young 20s, uh, maybe mid-20s at the most. Somebody else in here that has seen him probably knows. But um, I would just say he's like 24, Andrew says. I say we need to pray for this guy. Like we need to pray that like because he does have a he does have a following. He's got a decent sized audience. And I think that we need to pray for him. Uh, that someone is is in his life that is keeping him accountable, that is holding him accountable, that is, you know, um, an older guy that is discipling him, right? Isn't that the right thing to do is, or to, to hope for for him? Oh, absolutely, is yeah. Something like that? I, I think, I hope he uh, has just, with everything, has a humble heart, right? Like So Logan likes yeah. attention. Lo like, Drew I, likes I, attention I, too, bro. I always have. I, and, yeah. I, and I know that God has made me very aware of it. Um, anytime before I, Logan's um, also speaks of himself in the third person. That's how much Logan likes attention. Right. So, <laughs> I'm no one to judge, but yeah, man, I just, uh, you know, pray for people that, you know, yeah. that's it, it. This is not, so if he, how many followers does he have? Let's say he has a million. Yeah, let's take a look. So he, like, that's a lot of pressure. 289,000 followers. That's pressure. Yeah. Right. I feel pressure from 37,000. Right. So I made a video just making fun of white privilege the other day and I got so many duets and hate back. Right. Or mm -hmm. people trying to correct my whiteness, um, not realizing I'm, I'm mixed and I, I grew up with the Mexican side of my family. Yeah. Right. Like, but that, that, that just always brings this anxiety and he, he has to feel that from that end. Um, so I, so I just hope I, I, well, I hope so. I think it's yeah. humbling to like keep yourself in that mindset that people are going to view this. People are not going to always like it. No, not everybody's your friend. Um, and when you're making Christian content, you're going to get a lot of hate, but yeah, I, I think I, he's I, caught up. I think he's really caught up in a cultural piece of this. Mm, I think he's I really caught up. Yeah. And, and it's like, he's the perfect age for TikTok. And I think he's just a young enough believer 
that he's really caught up in in the um in just the charismania of of being a young believer you know and and i mean i don't mean that as in like this speaking of tongues although he probably does speak in tongues you know that's probably he was, a conversation he, is, he Pente- is he pentecostal uh i haven't seen anything but it looks like a few of the guys in the chat have made a comment that he is mm. a uh, he may be uh a splain and splain in the spirit you got some splaining to do <laughs> uh but i do think i genuinely i really genuinely pray for this guy um because i think he's got a decent audience and i just uh I know that when I was a young guy uh, on on uh, Facebook doing the dirty Christian ministry, there were people that were praying for me too, and I needed some humbling. So uh, God will do it. You know, if He is of the Lord's, then let the Lord figure it out. You know. Yeah. Uh, what do you, What about the content of what He says? So if you won't forgive yeah. yourself, you're telling God that your standard is higher than His salvation. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, that's right. I agree with him. Like I, if you are unwilling to forgive, if you have the Holy spirit and you are unwilling to forgive someone, uh, you are, you are placing or yourself, yourself right? or yeah, or yourself. Sure. Um, I, I look at his forgiveness in general, but sure. Like, I don't know, like I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, self-help kind of guy, like self-love type of dude. I don't, yeah. I don't buy that movement. So, uh, but I do think that, uh, I think, I think coming into a good understanding of forgiveness is key, not necessarily the ability to forgive yourself, but to truly know what forgiveness is. Yeah. And like with everything, there's a, there's a nuance, right? So for uh, a person who has done something serious, it's a little more difficult depending on the consequences of that, you know, tragedy or that sin. Um, to forgive yourself, right? And if you could just willy willy nilly, right, throw throw that sin, and just like ah, it's done, it's over with. Well, there's no yeah. real grieving there, grieving your sin and grieving the consequences of it, and truly understanding it in the presence of a holy and righteous God. So there's this yeah. process that we go through where we acknowledge, like this is horrific, this is not okay, yeah. this is something that I have done in time. This is forever there in that moment, and it's not going yeah. away. It is done. Is forgiving so, yourself a real thing? That's what uh, saved and forgiven is asking. I, I don't, not necessarily biblically, yeah. per se, but I, I mean, I kind of get it, right? Do you get it? Do you know what? Yeah, that means so it's basically saying to, to to let go of the past and move forward, right? Not to necessarily yes. you can't save yourself forgiveness. You can't uh, let go of like it can't just be washed away the way Christ's blood does. But yeah, in a sense, it, when you acknowledge that Christ's blood has washed it away, then you need to live in the victory of that. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't always occur for a lot of people when that sin is severe. Um, it can actually trap you and we don't want that either. And that's the nuance, right? Where you're, yeah. you're both trapped by it and um, you're also just throwing it away willy nilly. So yeah, don't do, don't do that. Don't just put it in Jesus's hands and let him convict you appropriately. So Gina says that you're having, she's having a hard time to hear you. Um, can you move your, your microphone headset just a little bit closer to your mouth? It doesn't need to be underneath. you. <laughs> there you go, dude. Now you look so cool. Now you yeah. just need like a gold, like clock. That's you look super cool. All right. Here's the next one. This one, this one's a little bit of a funny one. If you, if you've already seen it, don't ruin it for everybody else, but here you go. This is a good one. 
of healing. This is a house of healing. And our hearts are full of faith. This is a house of healing. This it's unfortunate. <laughs> Send that to John the Messenger, please. Oh, I will. I will indeed. <laughs> I, I'll just go ahead and tag him in it right now since I'm on it. But uh, our farts are full of praise, guys. Our farts are full of praise. What do we think? Stop. What do we think? <laughs> Everybody's like, amen in the chat. Hey, like, amen. I mean, if your amen. heart. <laughs> amen. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if your heart can be full of it, why, why can't your farts, right? Look, I mean, I, in I, I everything that, that you do. That. Every, glorify the Lord. Glorify right? the Lord. Yeah, if you're passing right. gas, is, you better pass it something. for Jesus. He's on to something. We're, we're mocking him, but he's. If the, I'm, look, if I'm the rock publicly now. If the rocks how, are going to cry out, how, so are our bowels. How dare I hold back those farts in public? I need to let those rip. That would I be a to, oh, Edward. Me. That'd be a glory cloud. That's what Bethel's School of Wizards uses. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry Potter. Come to Bethel's School of Sensational Magic. COVID. Become a wizard. By the way, no. if you're watching us on TikTok, you need to come over here onto YouTube so you can enjoy the rest. Go to the Doctrines of Rad channel on YouTube and come watch the videos as we watch them. But stay on TikTok. No. Don't leave TikTok and send me more gifts than Logan. Um, Correct. You don't have to do that, but you really do. You, All right, here's really the next one. Uh, I thought this one was good, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and play it, and we'll talk about it. I'm here on Cultish talking about my transition from the New Age uh, to Christ. I spent uh, more than a decade in kundalini yoga, reading tarot cards, uh, idolizing crystals and feathers and all sorts of things, uh, basically worshiping the creation rather than the creator. And mm -hmm. we're gonna dive deep into some of these modalities and uh, different items that I'm in, hoping to shine some light on the darkness and the deception there. Hi, so first of all, Aldrich, Cultish is Cult a, uh, they are, they came, they kind of spawned out of Jeff Durbin's church in Arizona. Um, so let's talk about, what do you think about specifically? Yeah. Kundalini and, and yoga? Like, should we do yoga? Well, she makes an interesting, like, I think I understand the point that she's trying to make when she says that she came out of this movement, uh, specifically in the Kundalini, uh, thing do you know what that is yeah so all of it leads to the other right all of it is like mm. wrapped up into each other and a lot of times you'll see these like individuals who get uh I, I guess esteem from this they start to pull in multiple different categories and just kind of start blending it all together mm. i watched a video actually um it was a it was an indian holy man Mm. And he was uh, doing some crazy like Kundalini type stuff. He was speaking and then he was blowing on the crowd and they were these, the, it was a crowd, mostly women. I don't know anything about what was actually going on there, but these women were having the same types of spasms that you see in a lot of charismatic churches. Now, before I had heard about the Kundalini spirit and how th this was like a really false crazy thing um 
I, you know, I had just seen charismatics and Pentecostals kind of just do their own thing, be kind of weird, you know, during church or whatever. But seeing them, um, this Kundalini spirit uh, is very much like Pentecostal charismania. Um, the comments got me from Zila. Um, so Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Um, and just uh, the sainthoods are all wrong, wrongfully judging us. So I guess she goes to Bethel. She's been at Bethel for 10 years. At the one I in love- California, in Redding, California? I think so. Oh, that's interesting. We I should have a conversation to, about that. We I would love you on to invite on the podcast and let's talk about that. I would love to yeah. dive deep with you on why there's a which are you why there's a Puff why there's Puff? a judge why there's a judgment though um, and it's a judgment of love. I assure you. Oh, I yeah, I don't think that you're actually like Harry Potter, but I do absolutely renounce a good majority of Bethel's teachings and the things that they've said. Yeah. I, I'm not saying anything against you. I you've I've seen nothing but solid work from from you yeah. uh, on TikTok since I've been Love following you. So um so maybe you can dispel some of the things that we think about the Bethel school out there. If it's the same from, one from the is inside. It, is it the Redding California one? Because there are a lot of like in fairness, there are a lot of Bethels out there. So are we, are we sure we're talking about the same one? All right. Let's move on to the next one here. Oh, oh this my is... girl. I love her so much. All right. Here we go. I want I want to see her trust Jesus. Who's that? This lady right here? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Rose. I hadn't seen her before until today. Here we go. Really? Yeah. Big Torah observer. Yes. Uh, that is... Oh, that's not working for me. Why is that not working? I can't you, play the video. You hearted it. I did, but it won't There's play. two pl- There's two play buttons. You're missing it. I'm hitting both of them, bro. <laughs> oh, maybe that's let's, just a picture. <laughs> uh, no, here, let's try no. this one. Ah, it's not letting me play any of them right now. Here, let me reload the tab real quick. TikTok's on to us. They found out. Right? We're sharing it with YouTube. That's our enemy. Yeah, she said yes, Redding, California. We would love to have you on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, we, I would just be curious to hear what other things that she's heard about her own school. That is, uh, to me, that is fascinating. Yeah. All right, let me see if this will play now. Uh, place breaks my heart. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't, uh, I mean, I've been, I've been following, uh, a lot of Bethel stuff, uh, specifically, isn't, isn't it, is it Bill Johnson or Phil Johnson? That's the pastor there. Phil? Bill. Bill. Yeah. He, uh, he said some really, really non-biblical things, uh, about the Bible. Dude, I, oh, here we go. I got it to play. I got it. I got it. I got it. Cool. Here we go. Let me share again. Excuse me, guys. Uh, share the screen. Here we go. 666 in a effort to best pronounce the name that he was hearing in this vision of the future. But 666 is just what all those letters add up to. What if you can actually pronounce it? And stigma is, so if 
you put it all together, you get Jesus. 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 Now, I know you. Jesus. Probably going to be one of the most. So this comes from a presupposition that we have to give Jesus a specific name and hold to that specific name, right? The name that he was given at birth in that specific language is the name he needs to be uh, um, known by, right? Um, I, I completely disagree because it's not the name that gives value to the individual, but the individual who gives value to the name, right? So this whole video is her putting things together uh, in order to rip apart this idea that we call Yeshua Jesus or Yehosha Jesus, right? They wouldn't uh, have even had the name Jesus then. Correct. But it, that's, it that's her existed. point. That's her point is that. Oh, really? That because Jesus is not his actual name. We're praying to somebody else. See, this is. Name. So but that's. That, that, here's the thing. That's not how. There's there's translation and transliteration, transliteration, um, and transfiguration. And, and I would love, and I and I've I've tried to talk to her about this, but she is um, very very set in her ways. Um, like I don't care if you call Jesus Bob, right? If you're talking about the Jesus of the Bible, and you know him and you trust in him, and obviously I think he'd reveal himself to you, um, and then. That's all that matters. It's not the name, right? But there's name in that there's power in only one name. Well, yeah, that's Lord, which is the name that God has given him above all creation. Yeah. Um, he is the Lord. Uh, this is his kingdom. Um, but they, they miss that. They really focus in on that. Now, in, order, in honor of quoting IP, where are your scholarly sources to provide truth to this? Did Absolutely. you just hear this from another another person in the Torah observant like group or did you uh, did he quote somebody or quote an article but none of it is scholarly at all because you're not going to see this in antiquity right there is a natural progression to why we get Jesus now English is dominating the globe and that's why when people come to faith they come to know him as Jesus um, even some Chinese uh, groups will still call him Jesus even though uh, they they refer to him in Mandarin much differently than they do yeah. in English. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing: this 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 doesn't hold. This only holds up like this argument only holds up in America, right? In this English context, the same thing with KJV only. But take it to France or take it to a place where English is not their primary language, and the whole thing falls apart. You know what I mean, dude? That's a hundred percent accurate. That's that's absolutely true. That is the the most. Uh, the most based answer that you could give is Thanks, it man. only it only holds up in America. And if the if, if your doctrine or your presuppositions or what you're teaching is cannot be it's it's the same thing with the gospel. If the gospel is not easily understood by all nations, all people, right? So you can't you have to throw out language, you have to throw out like multitudes of languages, right? If it's uh, if it is not a clear understanding and being able to be understood in context in all nations, then it's not the gospel. You know, you you to say that it must be the name of Jesus, the American English name Jesus, 
like that it holds the same weight. You're exactly right. That's like saying that no one from Europe can be saved unless they have a King James only Bible or the people, the Ethiopian church in Africa cannot know Jesus because they don't have a King James only Bible. Um, it is just and, absolutely yeah. I'll play it again for you, Kelly. And, and, me... and here's the thing: they go, they take it to like you need to call him by the name he was given at birth. Well, we don't speak Aramaic, right? I'm gonna play this and again sure, for Kelly. There's 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 a reverence for that, right? Like to call him Yahosha, call sure. him Ye- Yeshua. I get it. I understand. Jesus. That. I mean, if, am, so I condem- am I condemned? And am I no longer a true believer in Christ because I'm? I speak English and use the wrong name. No. Is that is that the God we serve? Like Ashira, you have to understand the legalism here. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Here, I'll play it again for you. Probably gonna be one of the most controversial videos I've ever made. <laughs> he wrote down six 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 in a effort to best pronounce the name that he was hearing in this vision of the future. But six 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 is just what all those letters add up to. What if you can actually pronounce it? And stigma is so if you put it all together, you get Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now I know you. By the way, six 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 is a reference to Nero at the time. Yeah, the um, it, the mark. Yeah, it's the, the whole mark, mark is the anti shema and Nero was the the mark or was the the reference of the six six six. You can back that up with antiquity. Scholarly sources will show this to be um, accurate. So I just uh, highly encourage you guys to look deeper into what six 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 was, what what it meant in context historically for the readers at the time. Well, Always even even if that's there. wrong, Logan, it doesn't mean cheese its <laughs> you, you sure? It's Sigma. It's I'm Sigma Jesus. Look, oh, Ashira, if you ever see this podcast, no, I love you. I really, I really want you to read Second Corinthians five twenty one and really just dwell on that. Dwell on that, please. Absolutely. All right, let's go to the next one. Do you want to know? Oh, this is way too long. You sure? This is too long? Are you kidding? It's a two minute Are you video. Just believing this quote we found in a book without fact checking it because of one piece of anecdotal evidence from TikTok. Isn't that similar to what you accuse Christians of doing? For those who are not aware, this quote comes from Andrew Seidel's book, The Founding Myth, and he doesn't give any sources to back up the claims from the first part of this quote. In fact, I cannot find any sociological research that supports the idea that religion primes people to accept lies. Yeah, so let's let's cover that real quick in case people miss the first part. So so first, this is IP, uh, Inspiring Philosophy. He's he going to be on our podcast in September. Nail nails this video. I love him for the amount of time him and his team take to produce these videos and these rebuttals. This is exactly what TikTok needed. And I wish he would have found, like, I wish he would have been doing this during quarantine. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Cheez-Its are delicious, by the way. Yes, they are. (laughs) So, yeah, so he will be uh, September 19th, I believe, is the date that we have set. He will be, uh, Michael Jones from Inspiring Philosophy will be on the Doctrines of Rad podcast. We are so excited to see him. I'm not, I'm just going to fangirl out. I'm not even going to like, I'm just going to let him talk about whatever he wants to. I'm going to ask him some old earth creation stuff. And that's, that's it. He's a, he's a real smart guy. Is he a Molinist? 
I don't know. I do know that he's a post. He believes in the post mill eschatology, though. I love him now. Yeah, I Unless do know that for sure. So he might not be a Molinist. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. All right, let's keep going. When it comes to conspiracy theories, the reason people fall for them has more to do with underlying psychological factors, like the desire to feel unique or being in control of one's environment, not religion. Not Pause. Some research has suggested that neuroticism. Gotcha. That is very, very important to like a lot of people nowadays with eschatology as well, right? They'll run down the rabbit hole because they want to be the one to discover something new or they want to, uh, you know, see something that nobody has or be a part of a, a group that is new in a way that or even involve themselves in an environment. So that, that conspiracy theories will oftentimes follow. They, they really do fall into that eschatology, like well, at least the pre-mill. I don't know. I don't know. Absolutely. I, really... I honestly, I think premillennialism is a, an amalgamation of conspiracy theory and eschatology. That's just my thought. All right, let's keep going. Zila said she he, for... she saw a live where he said he was a Molinist. I think. Okay. Okay. Well, we can convert him. <laughs> conspiracy theories. However, a meta-analysis from 2002 found that religiosity was not positively associated with neuroticism, and those that are mature in the religion negatively correlated with neuroticism, as well as positively correlating with extroversion, agreeableness, conscientiousness, and openness to experience. So the I, the point that he makes here about neuroticism, I, I think, is really fascinating because uh, that is the like, especially in the Christian faith, you cannot like as you continue in Christ that neuroticness begins to go away. But just like the, the, the um, self-righteousness begins to go away, like the, the further that you get into Christ, um, it, the, the more true you become in a way, mm. you know? Uh, and uh, I think that I like that he makes that point that he's saying, like, in fact, not only is religion not basically preying on the weak-minded, but people that have been religious over time actually show the opposites. They, it actually shows uh, statistically that they are more intelligent and more well to do because of the faith that they have. Yeah. That's, and that's kind of how he ends the video, right? Yeah. And we'll just, we can leave it at that. I think that that covers the point for, for his video, but uh, what, what I do love about this and you can watch all of this stuff on TikTok, uh, and he shares them on YouTube as well. Uh, he goes into great depth to explain his point and his position. So if you walk away uh, feeling confu confused or di in disagreement, that's, you know, that that's on you. <laughs> um, all right. Here's one from uh, my friend. Go with Jordan. And you're live. Go. I'm all for church live streams, but when did we start getting church pregame shows? What's next? Tailgate barbecue in the parking lot or color commentary during baptisms? I just have one question. Why do we have to be seeker friendly? All right. So what do you think about this? It looks like they're pregaming a little bit before this church service. They're doing a little pregame show. What do you think? It's a nuance, right? If it brings somebody to the truth of Christ, then I'm all for it. If it just brings one. Uh, being seeker friendly, though, remember that the church is not for non-believers, right? It's for believers to gather together. You're supposed to go out, each one of us, and find people and bring them to Christ and show them the, the way of Christ and move them in a way that brings them to church and they begin to follow Christ and uh, corporately. Um, but that's not how we operate in America. Um, 
you know what, man, if it, if it works, do it. But I, at some point our culture corrupts, corrupts the gospel. Yeah. Uh, not that it can corrupt the gospel truly, uh, but if people just kind of begin to distort it naturally. So, um, yeah, I would yeah, I don't, uh, like, do everything with, with uh, caution. This, to me, this doesn't come across as seeker sensitive to me, but what it does come across as, uh, it, it, it just, it, it's additional and unnecessary, I think like, and perhaps this started during COVID. When, I was about to say, this is a COVID birth thing. Like, let's make it look like the news and the media, right, like it's right. ESPN, you know, but it, I would only be okay stop. with this if it was me and you giving commentary to the pastor or about the pastor during his sermon. That would be legit. If we could go and call him out for uh, the things that, you know, whoever the pastor is, we'd be like, ah, that's a. That's a big swing and a miss on that one. He didn't use the Bible at all <laughs> there, Fred. It's a great show. We're just like <laughs> at a table and it's like, oh, no. Um, but uh, Zila, if you guys if you guys want to watch the videos that we're uh, listening to, if you can uh, do both uh, TikTok and somehow like a tablet or an iPad or something, uh, go to the Doctrines of Rad on YouTube and you'll be able to see what we're uh, discussing. Yes, the Doctrines of Rad channel on the tubes. Uh, all right, here's a good one. This, Where's the uh, one about hell? I really, really want to. I think it's this one. Do I'm about to go off. Yeah, I think off. it's this one. This is a good one. Like, we're gonna. We might have to watch this one a couple times. Oh, hell's my, my favorite. Mom topic. Does believe that if I were to die, that I would go to hell and would be suffering for eternity. And so the question really comes down to, since according to what Christians are telling you, heaven, there is no suffering and there is no sorrow. But how is it then that my mom could be in heaven with the knowledge that I am burning in hell for all of eternity and not be sad or sorrowful about that fact? And if she's able to be in heaven and not be sorrowful or sad about that fact, then it begs the question, is she even my mom anymore? Because that is a massive part of what it means to be a human. So it almost seems as though that wouldn't even be my mom in heaven at that point. That would be some kind of a, a carbon copy with certain elements of the human experience just stripped away. Okay, before we go any further, can I just say that I love the fact that this is a process of thought. Like this, to me, this is a very deep thought process that most Christians themselves don't even go down. Like, you, this is a this is a legitimate this isn't a this isn't like a, uh let me prove god's not real like this is something that he is actually like sat and and uh thought about and really i think wrestled with and i think he has a legitimate question but i i know that we have the answer i'll let you go first uh on it but uh i just appreciate that that we are thinking about deep things like this whether he's a christian or not i think it's a great question Go ahead. If I go to if I go to heaven and my daughter goes to hell, I'm going to praise God. My mom, anybody in my family, if anyone goes to hell, I'm going to praise God because it's not so much about them, but it is about the glory of God and who He is. Right? That's what He's missing. Right? So if I can understand in heaven that my mom, my my dad is not a believer. Right? So my, my dad potentially, if, if he doesn't change his ways. He will, he will be in hell according to the standards of what Christ has laid before us, yep. right? There will be gnashing and weeping, right? Weeping and gnashing of teeth, right? 
my father will be in hell and I am going to praise God for it because I will understand the truth of who he is, the reality of the cross, the reality of my sin and the reality of God's justice taking place. And I will understand that it is good, that everything he does is always good. Now that doesn't make sense now. And I pray, I pray constantly that my father his heart, he's got a heart of stone, man. He he hates the idea of Christ, right? He's got a that that uh um that conspiracy theory idea that the reason I want to deposit there is because my father always does that. He's got to go down these rabbit holes with things. Mm. And he can't just like let the Bible tell you who Christ is. I pray he doesn't go there. And I, I don't want that for anyone. But at the day of judgment, when they go, I will know that it is good. And that my God is holy and he is righteous. And what he is doing is for the good of not only them that are in hell, but for the good of those that are in heaven. Understand that every soul in hell glorifies an attribute of God's character, right? It glorifies his just and righteous nature, yeah. his holiness. While every soul in heaven glorifies his mercy, his grace, his love. Now, I have my own theories on hell and what I think is actually occurring there. I believe God isn't separated from hell any more than he is separated from the natural world right now. But he's actually present, right? That, his, there, there's a, that it is his just and righteous presence there that is pouring out wrath, right? Not in the sense that he is actively punishing, but just by being in their presence and their sin being laid out for what it is, it is it is like wrath. It is painful to them. Not because he's actively, there's nobody with a pitchfork and torturing, there's no fire, but I imagine fire would feel a lot better than a holy and righteous God standing before me and my sin is just revealed all over me. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't understand what that is, but I think he pulls back his love and he displays that and he displays his glory and his light for everyone in heaven. Yeah. But there's a portion of him. Like, obviously, he's here right now. He's with you and me at the same time, Drew, at every, all nine people on TikTok. Yep. But at the same time, he's not here. He, I can't, he can't manifest all of himself here. So I think he manifests himself in two different ways. Now, I'm speculating. I understand that. But what I do know that is God is good and that there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And they're, they're, not everyone's going to heaven and not, and, a lot of people are going to hell. And for whatever reason, I, as somebody who comes to acknowledge the goodness of God, will praise him for it because he's worthy of praise. And can Now, here's the big question for all believers. Can you submit yourself to that, to know that the God you love, the God you worship, he, like I don't care if you're annihilationist, universalist, Put yourself in the mind frame of what Christ teaches, that there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, right? That angels will separate people from one another, right? That they will discard those who are unworthy and they will, they, will burn, they will burn up, right? Put yourself in that mind frame. If this is the God I worship, how can this, like, how can it be that he is still good in the process? Can you trust him that he's doing the right thing? I had to ask myself that it can i trust that he's always right yes bro abraham was going to kill isaac yeah he was going <laughs> to kill isaac based mind, solely isaac on was dead yes 
and still and he knew it his faith was counted towards him for righteousness this man was told by god a god that he had a relationship with and he said you know what god i don't even understand what you're asking me to do how could you under fully understand what god was asking you to do but he knew that he was going to do it and that whatever it was that god asked him to do god had a reason and he accepted that because he knew of the reality how dare us in 2022 think that we know better than god how, how dare us? I mean, look, here's the reality. And this is not me saying this to get likes and views and to be edgy or anything like that. If my children, I have four children. Okay. If any of those four children were to not believe in God, I believe fully with a, without a question in my mind that that is God's will. Period. I not, and I won't even make it about my kids or anything else. I And we've said, we've had this conversation before, Logan. If I were to go before the throne of God and God had to say to me, I didn't know you, guess what? I accept that. Amen. I accept it. I don't, I don't believe that he would do that. I don't Amen. think his character in the Bible is shown that way. His truth in scripture does not tell me that. But the God that I believe in in the Bible will always do right. And so I accept that even if I don't agree that it is right, because I am not God, I don't decide what is right or wrong. Then if it happens and then it to God be the glory. I mean, Amen. what else can I, what else can you do? What are you going to fight There's, God? You can't. <laughs> if you, if you truly know him, right. If you truly know his character and you truly understand him and then you understand yourself in light of him, right. If he, if he says, be gone from me, then you'll just sit there and go, I missed it. I, I missed accept it. it. And I, I hope that if I ever do end up in hell, now the promises of Christ and the truth of the Bible tells me that I won't be. Right. Right. Uh, but there's a chance Logan's not saved. Right. There's a chance I'm just doing this and all of it's in vain. I'm not yep. elect. Um Yeah. Or I you're one I of the ones, one of the seeds that I, grows up and gets choked out after it's already grown up a little bit. I pray that I'm praising him in hell and be one who's weeping and acknowledging him for who he is and not gnashing my teeth saying, how dare you send me here? How dare you lay my sin out in front of me? I, I, I believe God is so good that if he sent me to hell, he's still good. And <laughs> yeah. I love how like just – Matter of fact, simply put it, that he is still good even if I go to hell. Yes. Now, the, the, now the, the left or the non-believers, like, they constantly come at me and say, I'm just brainwashed. And that might be true. But from my understanding that if, based on the, the requirements to be God, right, you you are a being of, like, you would be a, the being, like, the the most good there could possibly be in all of creation because you are God, right? He is the standard bearer. He is the authority. He does what he wants when he wants and no one can tell him no, right? And if he has the authority, he can make any decision. And by definition, the moment he makes that decision, it's good. 
Yeah. Right. That, and that makes sense. Now, maybe that's brainwashed, but I trust that over myself. So. Yeah, man. I mean, what what else can it look? If I if if I'm a human being, I'm a creation. Uh, I can't understand. I can't. I just I don't. I can't get it. I can't get the fullness of God because I'm not God, uh, and I accept that I am limited. Uh, but I believe I believe so much in what God is doing with the world through Scripture and the goodness, and I've seen the goodness of, of changed lives. That to me. Just this experience on earth to know Christ or to think that I know Christ and get to see people's lives changed and people be at peace and have joy. To me, that's a blessing. Like that's, that's a, that is a great treasure. I'm, I'm happy to know of Jesus. I am happy to know of the scripture. And if I miss the mark somewhere, I'm still happy that I got to know the God of the Bible. And that's, you know, you know, you know, the question that that really set me off was somebody had asked me this was before I was a Calvinist, but uh, said, if there if there was no promise of eternal salvation, would you still worship God? Uh, yes, I mean, currently, yes. Would uh, would I have come to faith that way? I don't know. I hope so. Right. But I think so. about it. Do we worship God because we're promised something or do we worship God because he's changed us and now we see him for who he is? Yeah, we so we 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 and that that's what makes me mad about American Christianity right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Logan, we'll both be janitors in heaven. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't I don't care. I don't believe in Jesus and I've said this on the podcast before. Like, I don't believe in Jesus because I, I want to go to heaven. I can care less about the location. I don't believe in Jesus because I want to escape hell. I believe in Jesus because of Jesus, because of who he That's is. That's right. Amen. Because of what he's done, because of how he first loved me, that while I was still a sinner, he died for me. That's huge. Now, why don't we present that in America? Not like, oh, you're burning in hell. Right. All them, All them rainbow flags are going to hell. Well, that's not... That's not, that's not Jesus. That's not the point, right? And oh, you, you want everlasting life? You want to be slain with the Spirit? You want all these gifts? You want heaven? You want eternal life? That that's not the prosperity, point. Prosperity, baby. That's not the point either. The point is him and who he is. That this is quite literally his kingdom. That the ruler of this world, as Drew pointed out this week, has been locked away. Yeah. This is Christ's kingdom. Yeah. Death has no sting. He loved you, and now you can truly love because of who he is. If you, and I, for real quick, Drew, I just want to pause real quick on that. Like, go ahead. All eleven of you, anybody on the actual podcast, if you if ask yourself, do I love you because of what I receive through you? Like because of the gifts I get, because of the the location that I will spend eternity in, or do or or where I won't spend it, right? Or what I'm right. escaping, or do I love you because of who you are? Do I just love you That's right. that you are a good good father and that your son died for me, and that you could have not have made yourself known to your creation, but you did. Try, ask yourself that and really dwell on it. Do I 
do I love Jesus or do I love the benefits of Jesus? That's right. That's important. Praising the, uh, seeking the gifts versus the gift giver. You know, I had a, I had a moment, man. I was watching a, uh, I was watching a TikTok on, it was from the, the TV show, The Chosen. Now I haven't watched any of The Chosen. I've heard it's really? very good. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's very good. Um, but there was a, a clip that was going around and it was, I'm assuming that it's Jesus talking to Matthew in the clip. And they, Matthew is writing down the things that Jesus has said. And he's asking Jesus for clarification on a few of the things that Jesus has said. Uh, and I, I don't know if it was just the Lord that just gave, like opened my eyes for like one short second. Um, you know how when Paul talks about, you know, I was caught up into the third heaven and the things that I saw, I can't even like, there's no words to even describe to you. Like what I, what I saw. Do you know that verse? Does that sound familiar to you? Not at the moment. Say it again. Um, Paul, somebody can help me probably on YouTube, but oh, uh, he, like whether I was in the spirit or in, uh, yeah, whether I was in the spirit or not, I couldn't spirit, tell, I tell you, but the things that I saw, I cannot speak of. I yeah. cannot speak of. Right. So I had this moment, man, when Zilla says, uh, she loves the chosen. Yeah. I, I probably need to watch that. That's probably after I finished lost, that'll probably be the next thing I watch anyway. Um, so priorities. <laughs> I already know Jesus, bro. I don't, I don't need to watch his story. <laughs> I read it every day. I read the books. The books uh, right. are way better the, than the, the movie. The books are way better. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect, dude. So anyway, back to my moment of, of Zen. Um, man, I had this clarity. I felt like the Lord for one second transported me to sitting and watching Jesus speak as a real human being. Now I'm not saying, I'm not trying to sound like I time travel. Like I'm not, I'm not like saying, this? tell me, no. did I get it right? I didn't get it right. <laughs> he was upside down. Um, <laughs> no, but, but listen, there was this moment where I could just, I could just picture the reality of sitting before Jesus and hearing him speak and seeing him as, as fully man on earth. And I immediately began bawling my eyes out. I mean, I can't even describe to you. Like I saw it. I saw such a clear picture of the reality of Jesus speaking to his disciples as if I was there for one moment. And it was so minuscule and so short but my i'm getting emotional thinking about it bro like it was so real and it just solidified just it was it, i can't i wish i could i wish that there were better words to describe it perhaps it was just for me and and for the lord gave it to me but let me tell you that it bolstered so much faith. I felt like I was overflowing with love for God, just seeing, a, a, just having this, this glimpse of, of seeing Jesus really speaking to people. Uh, it was just, it was amazing, dude. I, yeah. sorry. And you believe That's, this was like real or just like a vision? No, no, no. Just like a, an idea of what I think it was more of an idea of 
what if I was there listening to Jesus? Oh, I've done that, man. Yeah. And where it's like, where like the, it, it, the, the, the images of the page actually come to life and you're just like, yeah. I was there in this moment and it's overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that, that's the way of saying it. I didn't want to sound like super too supernatural. I know Zilla is going to be calling me, recruiting me to go to Bethel school <laughs> in a couple minutes. Sting. Sting. <laughs> buzz, buzz, we baby. Love, we we um, love you, Zilla. We do love you. It's all in fun. Please don't be mad. If you want to be mad, be mad at me, not at Logan. He's way better than me. Um, but I, uh, What's up, Apologia? Uh, I really just had this moment, dude, where I just couldn't. I it just it. God just made Himself real to me for a second. You know, like He is real. I know He's real. I have faith. You know, faith is this is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But it was just this one moment of reality where I was just like, "Holy cow! Like this is real. Like I'm really doing this." I'm really an adopted son of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm not just reading the words on the page. I'm living it. I'm experiencing it. And it was something that I had never felt before. Uh, and it really just, it was, I was almost to my knees, man. It was just such a worshipful moment. So um, I just wanted to share that with you. We can get back yeah. to the fun TikToks now. Though. That was wonderful. Um, all right. It's uh, real though. Drew, it is real. It, 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 and there was a moment where you you meditated on it, you focused in on it, and you're like, "What does this look like? Yes, what, is it, what does it look like for God to love, right? And and at the same time, hate because He is love, He must hate, right? right. He has to have a standard for love, and us wicked creatures fall short of that standard. Yeah. So, yeah, man, Absolutely. that's so. I I really I'm so curious what what Paul saw, you know, I know. I want to see, I want to know it too. <laughs> we, can, we can ask him when we get there though. All right. We're going to move on to the next one. I may have to, uh, reset here. If it doesn't play for me, it seems like if I go too long without playing a video, then it pauses. You got to refresh. It pauses. Yeah. It's how my marriage is sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that meant. Just I don't know what that, that means either. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Sometimes we have to pause and refresh. Sometimes my, my wife just freezes up on me. Date nights are important, people. That's right. I got to give a special shout out, by the way, to Sarah Jean, because she, she sent me a ton of videos. By the way, right. she said going, from the, going from, the from the show Lost to Chosen is hilarious and accurate for the believer. Like that going is. from lost to chosen, like look right? at that! She's wow, so witty. she's so witty. Like, Who she's said the this? Funniest person, I... Sarah. She's Aww. the funniest person. Sarah's right now. the best. She she Thank should you, be Sarah. a stand up comedian. She she's she catches at least a sit so down good. one, maybe a sit down comedian. But yeah, she's great. All right, <laughs> not a stand up comedian. I can't see the video, bro. Oh, you can't. Mm -hmm. Oh, can you hear the sound? Yeah. Oh, weird. All right. Hang on a second. Uh, let me. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Screen share. Chrome tab. Here we go. Bruh. All right. Here we go. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
complaint is that i wish they'd play more of that song not just that one line over and over oh Catherine, come over to uh youtube by the way we are playing these videos on youtube uh the doctrines of rad channel we are live right now so you'll be able to see us and the video uh that's very confusing if you're just watching us blankly stare away from the screen I, I love how like uh, the FQ podcast is like, hey, what are you guys using? And it's like, dude, I have to use two sets of headphones to just try to get this all to work together. This one's muted. This one, I, I, I can't even use my like mic anymore. Yeah, uh, if, what do you, you know? If you just you... bought yourself regular earbuds, you could just plug those into your phone. You wouldn't have to have two sets of headphones, by the way. That's for poor people. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's going on. Um, Hang on a second. Where are we at? It's not. The... Don't do it. That's going. That's getting clipped. 105, <laughs> baby. That's for poor people. At Timestamp 105. Stop. I don't really mean that. I love poor people. Poor people. <laughs> 105. All right. Written down. <laughs> All right. So how do we feel? Real quick to just answer a question. I know we're not in question and answers yet, but just to stay on. Just to hit this real quick, how do we feel about Christians and tattoos? I think they're terrible. I think you're going immediately to hell if you have tattoos as a Christian. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you? How do you feel about somebody who is now saved and gets tattoos? Um, I got all of my tattoos while I was saved. <laughs> I was yeah. very so much. That's often that's often the follow up, right? Like yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Okay, you got them before you were regenerated. The doctrines of rad. Kathy, the doctor <coughs> of rad. There you go. Thank you. Please uh, go to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe. You can follow us on yeah, Spotify, give us all a, the places. Give us a little uh, sub. Yep. Um, we're also yeah, we're writing so, a book also. So if you guys want to uh, go ahead and pre-order that. How not that. to do podcasts. <laughs> That's our book. It's quality. It's like, we're it's we're working it on it right now. We're in the process. We're in the process. Um, yeah, I... Uh, the tattoo thing is funny to me, man. Like uh, I, I can't, I was pretty legalistic when I came up in the church and I feel like I wanted tattoos regardless of what the Bible said anyway. So I got tattoos either way. Um, however, now I have confidence that I'm all right, <laughs> but I think, you know, it, it's just interesting, man. Christianity is, is uh, very much, displayed as a rule a bunch of rules that you have to follow you know and that's that you're just missing you're missing the point of the whole thing really zila's a tattoo artist so am i are you no way well i was i i now my so my dad was a tattoo artist um so i I used to i started off with like you know sketching everything out for him our book is gonna have a forward by ken ham (laughs) that's what chris said (laughs) with illustrations by me (laughs) <laughs> and Zilla. 
<laughs> oh man, I love it. I do. Uh, I did tattoos actually. I I tattooed my wife's back. She has a treble clef that I turned into a J, and it says Jesus with the treble clef on it. And then I have some like flowery vines on the back of it. I my first tattoo I ever did was on my knee, uh, and then uh, I did another one later on after I was a little bit more um, well versed in tattooing. Um, I, I used to take RC cars, the motor on the back that made the wheels go, and I would oh, turn yeah. that into a tattoo gun. So I'd take a pen, nice. take a needle, take a, a hanger, and just kind of get the whole system going, get batteries. I was, man, I felt like I was an inventor. And then we would take that, and me and my friends in my neighborhood would tattoo each other. So. Those are prison tats, bro. Those are, that's fantastic. I love it. I think uh, you, that'd be cool. Uh, Biblical Apologies says he didn't realize we were watching something. Yeah, it's it's on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry for the coffee. Wish we, had a, wish we had like a sticker or something we could put up there. Like, I, So I have a conviction, man. I don't know. If I'll if I'll get another tattoo ever again. Oh yeah, what's your? Tell me, talk to me. What's your conviction about tattoos? And so I don't know if part of it is like presentation, mm. right? Like if um, in order to not, oh, I really need to walk myself through this. Let's walk through it now, man. This is there's no better time than the present. I feel like in the life of crime that I was growing up in, right? That uh. God shielded me from making certain decisions that would kind of disqualify me in a way. I'm not saying that tattoos disqualify you, but in order to not be a stumbling block for somebody at some point in the future who I will run mm. into and share the gospel with, maybe that's why. Or mm. maybe I just don't want the judgment. I don't know. I don't know now. I thought I had an answer. I just yeah. Is it is it my own my own like how per perception of myself or how I know I, I mean be perceived by people. Like, well, if you really wanted to do that, you would just need to keep Torah. Done. Done. <laughs> I, I don't even like pork. <laughs> I know so, it's really not that great. It's not. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, Zilla says you're free to not get them. That's true. Look, all of my tattoos and I like Kathy, what Kathy's saying right here. Some t tattoos can help, you know, maybe open up a door conversation with God. I mean, I've heard that argument quite a bit. Um, I would say a good, you know, I have a fire on one hand and water on the other. And it was supposed to be representative of the biblical principle of baptism by fire and water. Um, so there's concepts, you know, I have Yahweh tattooed on my hand. I have Hased on the other hand. Um, you leave shrimp alone, Blake. Leave that shrimp, shrimp is, alone. Especially shrimp-flavored shrimp ramen is the best ramen, by the way. Uh, bacon is pretty awesome, too. My daughter asks for bacon every single morning. Um, what I will say is, uh, I, you know, Logan, it's kind of weird. I, I have had this thought recently. Um, I don't yeah, know that I'll be sense. getting any more either. Like, I, I feel like most of the tattoos I got were for me. Actually, mm. all of them were for me, you know? That's right. I got them for me because I wanted them. I wanted uh, to depict some ink, you know, art on my skin. Now, I don't believe that it is sinful. I don't believe that the Bible condemns tattooing. Uh, I do not believe that the tattooing mentioned in Leviticus is the same thing as ink art in skin. I don't believe it is the same thing. I do believe you can have the same intentions if you uh, are More putting than like... Dead. 
if you are mourning the dead, you know, putting that sort of thing on here. But really what God was saying in Leviticus was, I'm God. You don't need to worry about warding off spirits. Like that's what the pagans do. There are no spirits that are going to come to get you because I am your God. So for me, the, the understanding of, of the, the condoning or the, the, the condemning of cutting your flesh for the dead was because they thought they truly believed that spirits from their family could either not pass into the afterlife if they didn't do it, uh, or that they could carry the spirits of their family with them in the cutting of their flesh, the marking of their flesh. So those two concepts alone are, you know, idolatry. Those are forms of idolatry, putting other gods before the true God. Um, so now where I do, where I do think that tattoos, you know, if I were to take a very honest look at my life, I got these tattoos because I wanted to look scarier than I am in real life. You know, like I'm in, at the end of the day, I just wanted to express, this is my stay away from me body right? Which is probably not the best biblical attitude now as a youth pastor. I should not probably have this stay away from me body, right? Um, yeah. But I look at it this way too, uh, in some ways, if uh, if someone walks into the church and they happen to see me there and I'm raising my hands, worshiping God, and they have a tattoo that they felt a little bit guilty about or were worried that someone in the church might give a have a problem with it, they would see me worshiping and I think that they would feel comfortable at that church. I think, I think where I'm at is like the same reason I don't drink or smoke. Like I, if I'm made in the image of God, I don't need to add anything to it. Right. No, no graffiti is going to make me like, well, I guess here's the question. And I've heard John Piper say, this is where does, where do you separate the tap, the where and how, uh, do you separate the tattoo from vanity? At some point, right. some kind of vanity is in there. Absolutely. But you can, I mean, and it's, and the it's same not, with the not, way that you dress too. Oh, absolutely. So like, and you just see the nuance of this, right? And how we, yeah. um, it, your heart is so important when you do things, right? The, the sermon on the Mount was just right on the money. <laughs> like, as, as if Jesus knew what he was talking about, yeah. I know. And it's like I saw him there speaking. You know, it's crazy. <coughs> Let's answer, uh, answer, answer, answer Kathy's question here. Do you believe that once saved with the Holy Spirit that you cannot be possessed by demons? Correct. Uh, yes. Actually, I just had this conversation earlier on my live uh, today when I was talking with uh, Melinda, uh, Grace, uh, Coffee, Jesus and Tattoos. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, to me, the 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 strong man concept, when Jesus says, when he's talking about it, it's Matthew, I think 13 is what she said. Um, the uh, the idea that, you know, if if there's the strong man in your home, in order to take over the home, you have to overtake the strong man. Now, when Christ takes up residence in us, the Holy Spirit lives in us, that Christ is our strong man. No demon, no uh, spirit or anything like that has the ability or the power or authority to overtake and remove Christ as the strong man prior to Jesus being the strong man in my home. Absolutely. Anybody could have that's, that's my shortened to the point kind of explanation for that. What do you got Logan? Uh, so the, I mean, the Holy spirit is holy. 
right? His, his grace that consumes you is greater than anything that could ever. Here's the thing, man. When you're regenerate, you've been brought from death to life. You are now a new creation. Right? New the oldest creation. passed away. That, that, that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Like that, that has no power over you. You quite literally, right. death has no sting. Evil we have has not been no given sting. the spirit of fear. But there might be whispers, right? Yeah. There, there might be things tempting you. Your flesh is constantly itching to, to please itself and fulfill its desires. Sure, you're battling against that. You're battling against, you know, spirits of heavenly places, right? Like I get all that. But at the same time, that's all just you. Um, I don't that is not a problem that a believer has. The problem that the believer has is to die to its flesh and then go out and preach the gospel and bring those people who are being tormented by evil spirits home, bring them home, focus more on like what the Holy spirit has already done in you, that you can do that for others and stop worrying about, Oh, can I get demon possessed right now? That's that's a waste of your time because it's, it's not possible. That's how powerful, like the, the Holy spirit is God. And he lives with inside. He lives inside of you. This is a temple, right? You are a walking temple of the Holy Spirit, and just go and live like it. You know what I mean? It, now it's easier said than done, obviously. Yeah. Well, and I, uh, Riss makes a really great point. It's the I think I agree with her. O- oppression, yes. Spiritual I'll, influences. I'll, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's what I meant by the whispering. Yeah, absolutely. But but not uh, not possession. Uh, you know, and the only time that we see spirit possession in the New Testament, we're seeing we're seeing it being cast out and we're seeing the person being told, go and sin no more. Right. Like that is the torment is ending. This, you know, the sin, the demon is being cast out and they're being told, go and sin no more. So uh, I think that once, you know, if Christ makes you clean, I think the idea is if Jesus's blood covers you. You are cut like you have been made clean by the blood of Christ. Yeah. And here's the thing, like with that oppression, right? That backsliding that we go through, like yeah. sin has consequence. Absolutely. You start, fle- you start feeding your flesh and it starts to get a taste for it, right? Like Logan has to guard himself from lustful things, like lustful images. Like I, and being, being in America really sucks. Like that's really hard to do. Right. But I have to even being on TikTok is hard. And be, uh, dude, absolutely. And I have to guard my heart and be as honest with my wife as possible and just constantly remind myself to stay away from certain things and not to look at certain stuff or a little bit at a time. Right. You start to backslide and all of a sudden your flesh gets a taste of it and it starts to fall back into it. And it's not oh, so yeah, much dude. that now you can be now that you've backslidden so far. Right now that you've fallen all the way down back into a hole of sin, that now demons can get you. No, because God's grace is sufficient enough and he is guarding you even then. Right. I'm not saying he makes you sin, but I think he allows allows you to sin freely as you do. And it puts you in a place that for a reason. I'm not saying he, yeah, I mean, he, I'm not saying he orchestrates that. Of sins. Who is forgiven much loves much, right? right. And so. that's why when Paul says, you know, or answers the question, well, should we con- continue in sin that grace may abound? It's like, no, no, we, we shouldn't purposefully continue in sin, but we do recognize that we can and yeah. uh, and we do sin. We make mistakes. Um, all right. You want to move on to another video? Yeah, let's go. All right. Let's see. This is another one from Sarah.
Oh, but, but we can't see the video. Oh. Again? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. We're gonna, dude. We're gonna get this podcast thing down. See, we're gonna hire people. Who yeah, do if this, we had, if we had a right? staff, you know, we so would have been to. Wa- I've been watching the Men of the Way podcast. I don't know how they're so like in sync, but we'll be there. We'll get yeah, because they're not us. <laughs> they're th- right. Like you can't fail this good. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm I'm so <laughs> stupid. All right, here here it is. I don't understand this trend. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I don't get it. I don't understand this trend. Can you can you explain this to me, please, I, Logan? I, I'm not in the know. I'm not okay. Know. I'm not. I'm maybe maybe the Bible teacher, young Jonah Wiley, could teach us, uh, help us out. Um, oh, gosh. All right. Let's move on to the next one. I just don't. I don't get it. I'm sorry, Sarah. Please don't hate me. All right, I'm sure I'll have something to say about this one. And she is the queen of New York. Yeah. What's up, least of these? <laughs> this has got to be Sodom and Gomorrah, dude. Yeah, Jesus is coming back soon. <laughs> right. So what if okay, so if you're watching on TikTok, we are live streaming on YouTube. We are watching other TikTok videos. So go to the Doctrines of Rad channel on YouTube so you can watch there with us what we are watching. But I'll explain it to you if you're watching on TikTok or just listening on the uh on Spotify or whatever. So it's an Episcopal church in New York City. They are holding a drag queen. They're hosting a drag queen. She's coming down the aisle at the church. Uh, I just look at, you know what I see here, man? I just see whitewashed tombs. You know, I just see, I look at this, I look at this beautiful church that is, has had architecture, architecture, artwork, like the, look at the stained glass windows that were probably at one point showing the stations of the cross. Right. And you got this this beautiful woodwork. You've got the this just beautiful church in New York City. It's probably hundreds of years old. There have been people there, I'm sure, that have felt the presence of the Lord, that have 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 uh, gone in and heard about Jesus and walked out uh, in a newness of life. But then to see where we are in 2022, where they are hosting. I mean, it's not even. There's nothing churchly about this. What church? What are they worshiping other than themselves? Well, I, part of me wants to just like encourage them to do it, right? Um, and what I mean by that is uh, I posted a video the other day that I really do think people are getting better. Societies are getting better. The world is getting better slowly. Yeah. Um, as more Christians continue, like, for example, there's more Christians now than there has ever been in history. Right. 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 We, we continue to bring people to the faith and they have children and they raise them in the faith and people do walk away. Not everyone, not everybody's kids are elect and all that, but um, have you ever like seen how, when a, a drug addict hits rock bottom? Yes. Right. And they finally walk away from it. When, yes. when, when these, and I truly believe this, when this, I know some people view, on TikTok actually, when this worldview 
finally reaches its pinnacle where it has hit rock bottom, the people in that worldview go like, that was destructive, right? And then they walk away from it and society itself will see how destructive it was from the example mm. that it set and it walks away. Uh, mm. And this kind of repeats a process, right? We see it with the times of Noah, right? And then all of a sudden Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And then it just continues that the Israelites for years constantly just idle after idol after idol. But yeah. God always kept a remnant, right? And it will continue to pull through. Um, I mean, it's blasphemy. It's, it's, it's shameful. I, I hate to see it. Um, but in order for us to realize that this truly is destructive, it has to happen. There has to be an example of how it's destructive and it, it, that worldview will collapse on itself. I, I agree. I think that that's the best way to look at it, man. Um, Cause you can, you know, you can be like uh, Homer Simpson's dad, old man yells at clouds, you know, like what is that going to do? Just railing as screaming against it and having such a hard time with, you know, seeing that sinners going to sin, you know, uh, reprobates going to reprobate. Um, so I, uh, I like that idea. I like the thought of, um, of, of getting to a point in society where we're just like, what the hell were we doing? Yeah. Like, like well, think about slavery, actual right? hell were we doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. Slavery, right? We think about it. We're like, why did that ever make sense? Right. Us? Right. But for thousands of years, it was totally and, and fine. No one questioned it. And before the abolitionists, right, Christians were advocating for slavery, right, yeah. for the, the the maltreatment of of indentured servants or slaves, right, right? which yes. is a completely different thing. But we look back on it and we're like, we learned from that. Let's not let that ever happen again. We see Hitler. We learned from that. Genocide is wrong. Using human beings as tests for chemicals and experiments is wrong. Right. We, 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 we even like, here's how society got better. We created an entire organization against war crimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we develop and we get better because one thing we come to always, I don't care if you believe, um, unless you're like a naturalist, right. I don't care if you're an atheist, but you, uh, you somehow understand I have value. That other person that looks like me has value. Human beings have value. And for the Christian worldview, it's because we're made in the image of God. Right. Yeah. We, he's our standard. So we, we constantly develop our cultures and our society to understand that like human beings are valuable and we should treat them a certain way. And it gets better and better and better. And we then... come to this collective, this collective understanding of morals and it has evolved over time in the sense of, you know, thousand years ago for, you know, uh, with slavery and stuff like that. But we, we are at a place now where we acknowledge that that's not okay, right? So who's to say what the Lord is actively doing in the hearts of the people in this country, all over the world? I mean, think about like Africa is booming. Christianity is booming in Africa. The underground church in China, if it just took, it took, if it took, all it takes is one person in China to know the backing of all of the other millions of Christians out there to rise up and challenge the government and the government will realize that they don't have control of the people. So mm. they, they still live in China might be the next Christian nation guys. Like it it's is possible. Stati it's, statistically, if you do the math, it will be. 
right? Like America is falling away. America's under judgment right now. I, I, it is a mercy and a grace to the American people that there are still Christians in this nation that I wake up a yeah. Christian every day, but we you know what? Under judgment. But you know what, man, we still like, it was because of what we did in the United States with slavery that the other nations realized also that it was wrong. Like it was, it, it was a domino process. That well, I mean, Great Britain and outlawed so, it first, but sh- well, they don't matter. They still don't matter today. <laughs> they're the most, they're the most unchurched. <laughs> they are so ungodly over there in Great Britain, man. Uh, I'm just kidding. All of my Brit friends, I love you guys. I do. I genuinely. But are love. they friends? Uh, but not but really. Like, are, yeah, <laughs> probably not. Uh, real um, quick, I, I, I want to answer Zila's question. Uh, okay. Question, question: If back then they had Holy Spirit, how do we reconcile the idea we don't sin if we have, if we have the Holy Spirit? Because that's an airman I hear a lot. I'm not sure where I stand on that subject. So here's the thing for anybody that believes that you don't sin anymore because you have the Holy spirit, you are making much of yourself and you're making less of God's holiness, right? That is a big, big human mentality, little God mentality. Um, And here's the thing, the Holy spirit, his job and what he has agreed to do within the Trinity is to point creation to the Son. Everywhere you see him in scripture, his powers, his gifts, everything that he does for us as as a person in the Trinity, as God himself, is to point believers to the Son. And the Son leads yeah. us to the Father. Right? If if it's if at any point you hear somebody saying, Oh, well, I, I now, you know, it's to give me the gifts of the Spirit or to give me any kind of special abilities or prophecies, like that's not his that's not what he's doing. You don't see him doing that. Those prophecies are there to point people to the Father, or point people to the cross, and then cross to the Father. Um, I don't. I don't believe that we. I still sin. I, I openly admit that. I'm humble enough yeah. to say that I sin every single day, um, and that sin and that reminder that I sin every day puts me on my knees every day before the cross to say, "Lord, please." Yeah, most of me. those, most of the words like sanctification, justification, uh, repentance. Those are not one-time use words. Those are process words. So in the process of our sanctification, uh, yeah, I probably like sin less in some areas. Like I don't, I haven't looked at pornography in a very long time. You're what, 41? 42, yeah. 42, so you sin a lot less than me from 30. Yeah, 10 years less easily. (laughs) Easily 10 years less. And it's not an age thing. It really isn't an age thing. That was a joke, right? Like. But yeah, you you sin less and less every day. The more you know God, the more the less you sin when you know who He is. Yeah, um, we shouldn't. I, we we obviously aren't going into the situations knowingly sinning, right? Like so for we, Kel- like we shouldn't be. So for Kelly K's question, how how would you answer that? Yeah, well, for how me, did you know you were saved. I knew I was saved because previous to my salvation, I hated God. Oh, <laughs> like noted. I I knew I knew I was saved because I I went from darkness into light like I I mean like physically almost um I feel like my situation with what are you doing darkness in the light is that what you're doing <laughs> just scooting away from um, you <laughs> <laughs> No I knew uh when um when I heard the gospel pr- prior to hearing the gospel I used to make fun of the Christians on the ship I was in the navy at the time 
Uh, and I, I just clowned on, I thought that they were ridiculous. They were stupid. They were weak. Um, and, uh, when I heard the gospel and I knew that Jesus was real, everything began to make sense. Uh, that's how I knew I was saved. And then it was through further studying of the scripture that backed all of those thoughts and feelings that I was having. It mm. gave a voice to those. So I knew that there was something different in me. I thought I needed to go say a prayer with my church, you know, like with the people on like the first thing that I said is I need to get saved. Like I thought I had, there was a process. Uh, once I recognized that Jesus was real, I was like, okay, well, what do I need to do next? So after that, I went, it was the scripture backed up every single thing that had happened to me and explained it to me. It explained mm. the difference. It explained why I was thinking differently, why my brain had changed, why my, my thoughts had changed, why my love for people had changed. I had gone from hating people to loving them, like the desiring to see the best in them instead of wanting to choke them out or punch them or beat them up, you know? Yeah. So I knew I, that's how I knew I was saved. Cause I knew I was different. And then I read scripture and it told me what salvation was and what, what this change was that I was going through and, and told me to get ready for, for persecution. And I saw that and that continued to solidify my faith. So and that was 21 years ago. I mean, I've been walking yeah. with the Lord for 21 years. I so for me, I think I, I kind of briefly touched on it, but it was it was a long process of like me being antinomian where I was just like doing whatever I want. Oh, I've been washed by the blood. I, I can sin. Um, and then becoming very legalistic, like, oh, crap, I can't just do whatever I want. I need to go to church more and do more and love more and feel more and do do more. Um, and then I he convicted me and showed me that wasn't right. Um, but when I came to truly just trust him right, and just just you know what? I can't do this. Like, mm. just, I'm going to trust you. Um, I eventually came to a place where I didn't care if I was saved or not. And I kind of touched on that. Where like, if I go to hell, yeah, he's a good God. And you can't come to that place where you're just like accepting that you're going to go to hell or not without truly, I don't know, just loving who he is and acknowledging who he is. Now, the Bible tells me I'm not going to go to hell, and that's reassuring. Right. And, and that's the confidence that. that we have. Right, and I trust that, and I, right. I can take that to the bank. I am good. It's our guarantee. It says it in uh, the Holy Spirit is our guarantee, and it's used in a legal term. It's like a down payment on a home. It's the It's the earnest money put down on us for salvation. So Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess I just stopped worrying that whether I was saved or not. And when I did that, I yeah. realized maybe, maybe that means something, right? It's not a matter yeah. like I, I'm more worried about going out and doing the commission that I've been given than I am about my, like my own salvation. Right. I just stopped worrying and started trusting. I don't know if that, does that make sense? Yeah. I hope I laid that out. Like, where that makes well, sense. Kelly, I love what you're saying here in the chat. So if you're not following in the chat, Kelly is just talking about, you know, she's of course asking the question about being saved. And then she says, you know, I feel like that is what is next. Uh, I want to get baptized again. I was when I was a baby. Uh, and so, and then somebody asks, have you found a church yet? She says she hasn't. So like you are, th that's the natural, like what must I do to be saved? And then what next, right? Those are the questions that Christians ask. Those are, those are questions that are only 
that only people that have had a, an experience with the creator God are concerned about. What must I do to be saved? And what is next? And so uh, absolutely, I encourage you, well, A, you have to find a church, sister. You have to. You, you've you got to find a church. You have to submit to biblical spiritual authority. It is so important. There are too many people out there. I did a whole video about zebras getting taken out by lions. The devil is like a prowling around like a, a roaring lion, and he's going for the individuals. He's not going for the groups of zebras, right? So be camouflage yourself with other Christians, be in a group of a body and let the spiritual authority of the pastor be a protection over you. It is a headship over you. Just like I have to submit, I'm not the pastor of my church. Now as a youth pastor, I do have, to, I, I still, well, I fell under authority of my pastor even before I was the youth pastor. Mm. Like I, I, I told, and I told him this, I said, listen, his name's Tom. I said, Tom, I submit to your authority. You are my pastor. You have a spiritual authority over me. So, uh, you know, do with that what you will. But I, I acknowledge that. So, um, and, and Kelly, uh, if, if what's the doctrines of rad email? Doctrines of rad at gmail.com. Doctrines of rad at gmail.com. If you guys, if you could, Kelly, send us your address. I want to send you a Bible. Uh, I'm going to send you a free Bible. Oh, uh, yeah, for, absolutely. Uh, just for getting just want to help get everything started but understand Kelly, are you on uh, tiktok too or are you just on youtube <laughs> i want to i just wonder if this is somebody that i've already had interactions with too so that way i can just know how to pray for you um yeah get baptized again i think getting baptized uh, a second time is great um so i would so we probably hold different positions on this get I baptized a, again shut up logan you be quiet you let me finish stop it no you or crit you wait till i'm done <laughs> listen when you have an understanding of what baptism means it makes a huge difference from when you were baptized as a baby especially if you haven't been living for the lord if you are making a public profession of faith also make a public profession of your dying and being buried with christ now I'm going to let Logan lie to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever he says, I'm sure we've probably had a conversation. So we've talked no, before. I, okay, cool. No, I'm a, I'm a Reformed Baptist as well. Like I, I love to see somebody have a confession of faith and then, you know, dip themselves in water and like submerge themselves in water and then uh, and publicly, right, in front of a body of believers who would confirm like, hey, this person has been baptized. Oh, you froze up. Am I gone? Am uh, I here? No, I got you back on. I got you audio. It just froze up for a second on YouTube. Go ahead. Start over because I don't think anybody heard you. I was, uh, so I, so I'm a Reformed Baptist. I also believe that like you should make a confession of faith and then submerge yourself in water. Um, but I do understand the Presbyterian view on baptism that yeah, it's not about you, but about God's covenant over you right like what he's doing like he's going to guard you and protect you and then his word is it, it will not return void right so if if you were baptized as a baby then that counts right um man i, I don't even know why i played I, I, i'm so i always play on the fence i need to stop look i honestly let me say this and i'll say this publicly <laughs> right now the moment you come to faith Get baptized. Yes. If you have a conviction to get baptized again, then do so. But I, I do want to say, like, it's not necessary, right? That if you're baptized as a baby, 
God baptized you before you were going to come to faith anyways. He knew. Like, and baptism doesn't save you, so it's okay if you do it a thousand times. Just don't make anybody, you know, make you feel convicted or condemned by, you know, whether you do or do not. Because it doesn't the, – the thief on the cross wasn't baptized. You know, he, he, was, with, he was with the Lord that day. Uh, in paradise because of his uh, confession of faith. So, um, but Michelle, you, it, Michelle, you get no Bibles. You get no Bibles, Michelle. Oh, somebody wants a Bible. See, if you start saying that you're giving people that free stuff, dude, that's what, that's how, that's why people follow not, Jesus. They were there for not the if bread you're and a the believer. Loaves, if you're fish. a believer, I'm not going to give you a Bible. If you're not a believer and you're coming to faith, then you get, right. then you get a Bible. That's your that's birthday right. present. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's answer Kathy Ziegler's uh, question. She says, what do you say to someone who speaks in tongues and astral projection? Oh man. Um, I, I need to do my mom. Dive, so my mom does this. And my mom, just astral projection, astral projection. My mom Gosh. tells me what's up scissor tail. Uh, we are on YouTube live by the way, but I don't know if we're, we're going to probably show a couple more TikToks, but, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, my mom believes that she can project her spirit and uh, do remote viewing, uh, which is the idea that you can meditate yourself into a trance-like state, and then your spirit leaves your body and goes and can observe other things. Um, I will just, I'm just going to say this. That's not, it's not in the Bible. I don't know how that that would glorify God. Uh, and I think that if it was something that Christians should be doing, the uh, it would be addressed in Scripture. Um, I think that uh, from a personal, you know, and again, my mom does this. I think, I think it's demonic. I think astral mm. projection, remote viewing is demonic. Um, yeah, it's I'm happy to be proven wrong, but uh, I do think that uh, I don't think that that's godly. So I think it's idolatry, right? Like it's um, God isn't enough. You need the special mm-hmm. abilities. You need the general revelation wasn't enough. Special revelation mm-hmm. scripture wasn't enough. You need something more. Um, and you're basically telling God that what what he's done isn't sufficient. Right? He's not enough. Um, speaking in tongues, I, I need to do a deeper dive in a study of whether I'm going to remain a, a sensationist or a continuationist. Um, the doctrines of rad really they all punked me out the other day so i really gotta know what i know what i believe and believe what i can stand strong but um i just want um, you to be a cautious continuationist like myself my friend you don't have to be a full-on continuationist uh but i think the cessation stuff man i think i think it's it's i think it's in macarthur's blind spot just like dispensationalism is um I know yeah. we're speaking we're speaking tongues right now to some people because they have no idea what we're talking about. I, I'll say this about tongues. I will say for sure, for sure, that at least a good majority of the tongues spoken about in the Bible, if not all of it, was a known language. I do think yeah. it was still miraculous. I think God miraculously allowed people to hear their own language from the people that were proclaiming the gospel because that was the birthday of the church. That was the the start of you know the movement of the Spirit of God uh, as God began to uh, 
grow the foundations of his church. So, um, but I do believe that those were known languages. Now, here's the thing. Here's where I'm going to say I could be wrong. Okay. Cause I go to a church where a lot of the people, uh, pray in tongues in privately, not publicly. If it was public, I wouldn't be at the church because I believe it has to come with the translation um, because that's what the Bible says. But I will tell you this. If you if you feel like uh, closing yourself off and going into your room and, and babbling to God because that brings you closer to the God of the Bible, then keep it to yourself and do you, boo-boo. It doesn't it doesn't impact me or affect me a little, any little bit. What I will say is I think that people that rely on that sort of thing are much more prone to be on the milk of the word and not on the, the meat of good doctrine and theology. Hmm. Um, so real quick for Zila, uh, continuationist means that the gifts of the spirit, mainly prophecy and speaking in tongues continue today. Um, cessationists believe that it has ceased, um, that prophecy and tongue specifically ha- are no more, um, that the, both of those things uh, for the cessationists are things that are used to give revelation, um, of which stopped with the last apostle. So God no longer is giving revelation. And the reason I would, uh, I would affirm that he is no longer giving revelation is because everything he needed to say about Christ is sufficient enough and clear enough for our salvation. Um, and revelations revelation uh, gives a very clear understanding of the future. So it is complete for me. Yeah. And Logan and um, I, we, we, we disagree on this, but it's okay. I don't feel offended by Logan's belief on the gifts. I, I genuinely don't. Um, maybe it's just because I know him as a brother in Christ, but uh, and the same, same with the guys at church. Like I'm not, I just think that there's like for them, there's a better understanding. I think that they've been taught some bad doctrine and I feel like they, but I also believe that they really truly love Jesus. So if they're mumbling, should have, should have bought a Honda, should have bought a Honda while they're at home, uh, in their, in their prayer closet or whatever. So what? So be it. I just think that it's, it's, it's more, it's a little silly in my opinion. It's a little silly. I think that God, just like what Kathy says right here in the chat, God knows your thoughts and prayers without speaking. Amen. He knows them. He already knows. No reason to babble. There's no reason to babble. And the verse that they use that the Holy Spirit makes utterance in groanings, even if that was the case, it's the Holy Spirit doing it. It's not you doing it. You are not the Holy Spirit. You are not making groanings out of your own mouth to, to speak to God. So... That's, uh, that's my thought. And thank you, Kelly. This is her favorite, new favorite podcast. Now we love it so much. Kathy also had, no, it's because we, want we more bought questions. her. We paid, we paid her off. Right. <laughs> we want kidding. more questions. Don't ever apologize for asking us questions. Cause this is the type of interaction that we want to see on the show. Go ahead. Question. Um, yeah. Bethel, are they the ones that do grape soaking? Uh, well, ask Zilla because she goes there. <laughs> you can ask her. We'll, we'll ask her next week, but like grave soaking, that's kind of si- similar to that astral projection stuff. Um, astral projection. Um, yeah, that, it's just saying that God isn't enough. We need more. We need to communicate with spirits. Here's the thing. Also, and I, you know, this is a stab at Catholics as well. Like, what would do dead people care? 
right? Like, what do they care? Why, why right. hurt? Why, why do people care what's going on here? They are in the presence, right? To be separated from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. They're in the presence of the Lord. They can give a And they're outside of time. It, they're not watching <laughs> us. They, are, they aren't bound to the time that we are bound to. Hey, they're exactly at this moment watching episode 13 of the Doctor's oh, Breath. Wow. Go to YouTube. Check us out. Mary, Mother of God, <laughs> pray for us sinners. <laughs> but like, what's the, like, what, why would they, they're either in torment or aversion, right? Where they're thirsty, right? Lazarus and the rich, rich young ruler, right? Um, a rich man, right? Or they're in the presence of the Lord. Neither of those things give them this idea of like interacting with the, uh, who is it, Saul? like goes to a median and tries to communicate i i truly believe that when you read that you understand that the lady is like ripping him off right when saul like just like like, simon the magician in acts he's like how can i buy this holy spirit that you guys have like he's like hey guys i see that holy spirit y'all got how can i buy that how much does that cost yeah, it's there's there are counter look there are counterfeits, the 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 um, pharaohs priests and and wizards could do they could mimic a lot of the the things that God was doing, like there are counterfeits out there. We from the jump we see that there is a counterfeit to God. Everything everything about sin is a counterfeit. It is I, it I, is a f- no no arguing in the text. Like Zill is going to be a guest next week. We'll we'll. We'll hash this out next week. Yeah, don't be when, arguing when with Zilla. She, first of done. all, she is a friend of the show. So if you're gonna take, if you're gonna fight with Zilla, you're fighting with us. All right. <laughs> and, she's, and she's not fighting with. But, only, only I get to call her a wizard and witch from the Bethel School of Wizards and Witches. <laughs> only me. Nobody else. You guys better watch out. No, it's like a big brother week, thing. Next week she'll come on the podcast, and the following Sunday she'll find a new church, and it'll be okay. You'll That's be right. <laughs> she'll be a Calvinist. She'll be she'll be quoting Spurgeon. I hope so. He's, he's a he's the prince of preachers for a reason. All right, Kathy's got another question. What would you say to a new reformed church plant? Just a baby church, but staying true to doctrine and God's word. Uh, I need to connect you to Pastor Joe. Uh, who is Pastor Joe Reformed on TikTok. He is a Reformed pastor. He's got a very small church in California. He might be uh, a good encouragement for you. Um, I would say just stay true to the liturgy of church. Uh, let the gospel be proclaimed and, uh, you know, be weird, you know, be weird for Jesus. That's what I love about the Reformed churches is we love uh, we love orthodoxy. Orthodoxy is beautiful. The The longer that I've been in Christianity, the more orthodox I become. And I get it. I get how some people can turn into being a Catholic uh, after being in the, after being an, an evangelical American Christian. I totally get it because there's no substance in American evangelicalism. There's no substance in it. So why wouldn't you go to a more orthodox type church now obviously you you could have known that there were other churches other than the catholic church to go to that still love orthodoxy but you you played the video they're doing pre-game churches now right so yeah. that's it, that's entertaining right it is <laughs> it's very no, entertaining I, yeah we i am slowly moving more like old school as well <sighs> i you know and that's why that's why i flirt with the the baptizing of babies man i kind of get it 
Uh, are you guys live <laughs> on TikTok? Yeah, we're live on. We're both live on TikTok right now. Uh, my username is uh, there on the screen on YouTube, and Logan's is not some guy. He, this is the one time that he didn't put his actual name up there. Uh, but we are on TikTok as well. I uh, I mostly do political satire stuff is what I'm known for. Although I do a lot of uh, TikTok live readings. Uh, yeah, that was DMA. But uh, uh, you know. Tarot card readings, you know, spirit readings. I uh, do all that stuff. Tea leaves. Yeah, I'm. That's that's what I'm really into. And if you send me a bunch of gifts, then uh, I can pray for you and do a tea leaf reading for you, just by your gifts alone that you send me on TikTok. So, please. you know, if you guys send if you guys send me uh, gifts right now, um, I'll just I'll talk to Jesus and I'll get you in. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send you, you a little uh, a little white cloth that I've prayed over. Um, <laughs> Let's uh all right. Can we real quick before we go to the next yeah. question? Can we yeah, play yeah. the video about God Stop, stop, sorry. Go ahead. God what? and uh controlling the world. Yeah. That was oh a, yeah. That guy uh, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> and I hate saying it like that, but like that video. God is in Okay, yeah, here I go. We can't it. see the video. We can't see the video. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm priming it up, bro. I'm priming it up. I got you. I got you. All right. Guys, go to the Doctrines of Rad to watch this. It's uh and forgive me for calling Caleb Hayers an idiot. I just it's not his fault. Like this this rhetoric is like it's been going on for a while. Um but watch I, mean, he is I want kind wait, of an wait, idiot. as you play this, I want you to see where man is made much of and God is made less of play clip. All right. Let's, uh, let's watch. Here we go. I'm frustrated already. I haven't even started it. Oh, that's not, I got to click it here. There Stop you. saying God is in control. Reason number one, it's not in the Bible. Yes, it is. Before you get mad, show me the chapter and verse. Show it to I me. will. It's really an oversimplification of the term sovereignty. God is sovereign. That means he can do anything he wants. Does not mean he is controlling everything that happens. God does not want to be in control. God wants to be in love. And the axiom of love is choice. Without choice, you don't have love. And it's usually said when something horrible happens. So just stop it. Please stop. Let's use actual biblical statements when describing God. Good. I'm here to mature the sense of love. So hit the follow button and check out my profile for more. Dude. Stop saying God is in control. Uh, stop saying stuff. Uh. <laughs> stop saying. Uh, a, good, a good book on providence uh, came out during... Uh, COVID for 2021, um, John Piper's uh, book on providence basically mm. lays out the providence of God um, and his sovereignty, right? Hey, this and guy is, is, he is not, it's not accurate what he's saying. Yeah, God's yeah, no, sovereignty God, is not, it's not that, he, I don't even God know where is, to begin, bro. God ah! is so, the oh. God of the Bible is so in control that you only woke up a Christian this morning, Drew, is because he said so. Yeah, right. Absolutely. He, you only have breath in your lungs because he said so. The universe is chaotic as it is, hasn't destroyed itself or hasn't collapsed in on itself or expanded so far that no no life can you know exist is because God said so. Right? He puts the stars in place and knows them by name. He is quite literally in control. Um, God does not want to be in control. He wants to be in love. Aw. Okay, so, so wrong. Nice. That's, no, that's wrong. 
He is love. He doesn't need to he, be in love. He wants to be in love. Ooh. So uh, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it oh. is the Lord's purposes that prevails. Proverbs nineteen twenty one. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and He rules over the nations. Psalms twenty two twenty eight. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. Colossians one seventeen. Lord, on, I know that people's lives are not their own. It is not. It is not for them to direct their steps. Jeremiah 10, 23. That's him telling the Lord what he what the Lord has already revealed to him. You intend to harm me. I love this. This is so important. And my entire like systematic theology really comes just it, this is just plays a super, super big role. Uh, you intend to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives genesis 5 20 or 50 20 right it got you meant it for harm but god meant it for good god is in control god allows things to occur and even orchestrates things to occur through motivations of your will right you have a free will and you act you are every bit responsible but god is sovereign and in control how those two things work i have no idea i have no idea how the bad things that i've done were actually used and meant for me to be where I'm at today, right? I did. But Logan, I Logan, God wants to be in love with you. Mm. Oh, no. uh, say to those with a uh, fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you, right? How can he do that if he's not controlling everything? My presence will go with, or if he's, if he's not going to control, if he's just passively sovereign, not actively sovereign. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. All right. So I, so for, here's an example. I failed a very important thing in the military um, by choice, right? So basically I quit um, something I, I regret, right? You failed your PT test, man. That's something, really something serious. Um, but if I didn't, I wouldn't have met my wife and I wouldn't be yeah. where I'm at today. Right. In Absolutely. that moment, I was suffering in a way that I couldn't bear, right? And I, and I, I even to this day, I, I still regret the decision. But mm. I, I see that I have if one I of those. didn't, if I didn't have, if I wouldn't have done it, I wouldn't be where I'm at today with the woman that I love and the child. That, yeah, man, I don't even know how I could love something so much, right? <laughs> Kids, <laughs> dude, like they make you so mad. But man, I would literally give both testicles for them <laughs> I and i you. love my testicles bro like i really he do loves. like i want to keep them but i would them. give my i would give those up for my kids i would give up my salvation for my children i would absolutely really? do it you'd yes. like try to lay yourself down as a sacrifice if i could if it was an like option if they were going to it's hell. not yes right you know it's not but if they were going to hell if you could, i would trade you were offered to trade yes i would do it and i would 100 percent do it um but uh, I think that's a I mean, natural thing inside of like Christ says, no better uh, love is this than he who lays down his life for his friends. Right. Where yeah. Christ is laying his life down for the disciples um, and the rest of mankind, obviously. So I think there's something in us that naturally we we want to save. Would you do that for a stranger? Would you do that for this guy? That's the, the harder question for this guy. Mm. Uh, Would you do it for Hitler? Can we can we just go back to the TikTok videos and I don't have to answer that question? 
Boy. This guy loves Hitler. All right, damage is already done, Logan. Damage is already done. I don't even have to say anything. Uh, both testicles need to be a clip. All right, where are we at? We're at about two. Okay, hang on a second. Let me write that down. Both my testicles. Therapist, my, my therapist says I have a salvation complex or a, save, a superhero savior complex. I think I would. If I could trade places, although he doesn't deserve it. I don't know. Um, I really so, got to walk my mental thought process out for that. There's something that he says in this, dude, that I think we need to also address here. Let me just pull it back up real quick. Uh, all right. I want to be in control. God wants to be in love. And the axiom of love is choice. Without choice, you don't have love. And okay. Have Without choice, you don't have love. Correct. Not one single iota of scripture says that so that is not biblical i would disagree um so go ahead disagree please so the the point of the tree being in the garden was for choice to come into existence right so for god to manifest love in the natural world we had to have an option or at least the illusion of choice well and it was so that god didn't put that tree there knowing full well that they intended to eat right so whose choice was it still theirs yeah and that's the question right back on that but sure right so it's still theirs right so how does man's will we're every bit responsible yet Mm -hmm. god's sovereignty not intersect right and i so i've come to the understanding right that there we're constantly motivated throughout the day by different things why did i put this shirt on well this morning when i touched it in the in the closet right i was like oh yeah that'd be great to wear because the sun it was hot outside right so i was like oh this would be a great shirt for today it's a hot day right so i'm motivated by the weather to put on this shirt but because of the feeling of the shirt i chose this shirt over other shirts right there's a cause and effect for everything and i think god motivates us we still make the choice but he puts the right motivation at the right time for certain decisions to occur Um, every bit's still their choice right so they the tree was there and put in the garden do not touch or you will mm-hmm. die. The warning was given, but everything lay, like lining itself. And the reason is, in order for love to exist, right? In order, if, love cannot exist without the freedom of the will, right? Because if I'm not free to love, if your wife, right, Rachel, right? It is Rachel. Yes. Yep. If Rachel loved you because she had to love you, right? then she's programmed. She's not actually loving you. She's just responding to what she's supposed to do. But if she could choose to love you, and she does, and she still chooses to love you, right? Then that's actual love. And so what Adam and Eve, the real thing that they did is they, they their disobedience in that moment is they chose themselves and their choice yeah. over choosing God. I, I agree with you, bro. I, I really, um, this is probably, my objections are likely coming out of, um, I, I really struggle sometimes to not be a hard determinist. Oh, um, yeah. Because I, it's hard, I really, isn't it? yeah, um, and um, and you know, and I don't even know if there's anything necessarily wrong with being a hard determinist because I still accept that even if God orchestrates literally everything, He's still God and can still do it. Like He can still yeah. do what He wants. So, yeah. um, but I do, you know, I yeah, I think that there are very good biblical explanations for the difference of free choice versus God's truly free will. Like God's will is the free part. Our choices are free within our nature, our, our design. Um, so, uh, so man is free, but God is more free. 
he's the only only thing if that's a for lack of a better word that is truly mm -hmm. free we are not free because we have cause and effect that affect us every day we are limited and finite we have to respond to the limited yeah. amount of information we have um, god is outside of all of that Zill is asking on uh, TikTok. I guess she she moved over to my TikTok now. Thank you, Zill. I appreciate that. Uh, stay stay here just to drive him crazy. Um, can we believe in God's sovereignty without being a full Calvinist? I think so. I think you can, right? Like I think it leads you to Calvinism, though. I think sovereignty ultimately will lead you to Calvinism because it's a it's a because it's a high <laughs> view. That, that's that's, that's so what causes funny, it, right? It's like it's a yeah. high view of God's yeah. sovereignty that He is absolutely in control. So there's so there's two two schools of thought, right? We have um, a libertarian free will, right, where you are absolutely free, and every decision you make is free of any choice or any motivation or anything outside of your even outside yeah. of your own environment, you can actually make a free choice outside of your own environment. I can't believe that. I don't see that. Then there's hard determinist, hard determinist on that uh, the right side of that spectrum that are saying you cannot make any choice. Every choice you make is just a cause and effect from the beginning of creation, right? But there's compatibilists, right? Where you're right there in the middle that you're both responsible, but yet your environment plays a very big role, right? Your nature and nurture, everything that's happened in your life from beginning to end has actually played a very important role in how you make decisions um, and how you respond and how you communicate and how you interact with other people. All of that makes, um, it's all it's all involved. Now, how does God's sovereignty play in that? God is going to do what God was going to do regardless how you feel or think about it, right? God is going to do it. Right. He makes vessels for destruction and vessels for honor. Yeah, he does what he wants. And if you have that view of God, where he is a highly high sovereign view of him, then everything really starts to fall into place. Where you it makes more I'm... sense. <laughs> it just makes because like, he's God. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it. Like it just puts everything in order. Like it just it puts everything into a very specific order. At least for me, and maybe that's just the way that my brain is wired. Maybe when we get to heaven, we find out that. You know, it wasn't Calvinism and it wasn't Arminianism. It wasn't any of that. It was like this, this crazy uh, way outside of our realm of understanding way that God did it. And then we get it then, you know, like, so I'm willing to, I'm willing to accept being wrong on a lot of those things. But for, for now, like all, all I have is scripture and, and whatever else the Lord decides to teach me. So, um, you know, the clear to me, the clearest reading of scripture shows that God is a sovereign God that does what he wants, that man is uh, is lowly and has no right to question what God does. Uh, and yet God has a has imparted a unique image bearingness about us uh, and wants a relationship with us. I think we see that in scripture, that God wants a relationship with us, even though we are his creation and he can still does do what he wants. Like he desires that. So um, the best question is whether God is sovereign or not, do you love Jesus? <laughs> like, do you, is he your King? Like that's the most important like question. Yeah. And, and, and to, to uh, go ahead and comment on Zila's, she said a uh, comment here. She says, all we can do is surrender anyway. Well, yes. the Calvinist would say like, even your surrendering to him was controlled by him, that he, 
quite literally called you and elected you and pulled you. And when he called, you came. And when the God, when the God of the universe is, when the God of the universe calls, you come, you don't, I don't think there's any human being with enough willpower to say, you know what? Nah, I'm sorry. No, when God manifests himself to you and regenerates you to life, you come. Well, it, um, it goes along the lines of it, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. That is not there. There's not an option there. God is very clear. Like every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. So everyone that stands before God will eventually will eventually worship him and they will surrender to him. It won't be. It will not be a choice. They will surrender. They will bow. They will confess. So uh, if God can do that to all people at judgment, how is is God not sovereign to call out those that he has specifically elected for his purposes to bring about the most glory to himself? And, you know, it's not supposed to be prideful. I'm not supposed to think, oh, well, he chose me, so I must be special. No, 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 no. His, his election of me was unconditional. It was not because I had done anything good. It was not anything that I had done that was good or right or anything. In fact, I'm grieved to this day over my sin. It wasn't for that. It was because he has something for me to do. And the one thing that he, that I'm doing is raising children. I'm raising a generation of, of people to honor and worship God. Uh, I spend my time trying to disciple people online. You know, I work in the church now to disciple people at church. Like this is what I am doing um, because of what God has done for me. Cause he's made a change yeah. 21 years ago. I was not this person. Believe me. Um, she says, could, could that be love? If he's, if he's the one that even calls our surrender, calls us to him, if he's that much in control, is it just yeah. a false illusion of love? So if my, it's false, my... I still love it. Even if it's a false illusion, <laughs> yeah. I still love even Jesus. if it is, even if we're just characters in a in a program, right? If we're just characters then, in a novel. Then he's uh, giving me the experience to love him. You know what yeah. I mean? He's made it possible True. for me to love him. Whether he I, has made me do that or I'm doing it by my choice, I want to love him. I want to serve him. Right. Currently, right? It's you not, want not to like now. people you make didn't this, want to before and now right. you do. People yeah. get this image of like, it's like you're a robot stuck in this husk and you're like, doggone it. I don't want to do these things. Oh, no, 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 no. I believe that God. He gave me the gift of repentance. He's given me the gift of faith. He's called me and drawn me to himself in spite of all the bad things that I've ever done. And in spite of my imperfections, he's done all of those things. And if he has made me to love him, I don't care. I love him. Like mm. call me a robot all you want. Mm. I don't feel like a robot. I'm enjoying. I am and I love what John Piper says, and he gets it from Jonathan Edwards, by the way, which I found out I recently, know. is that we are the most, God is the most glorified in us when, when we are the we most, are most satisfied, satisfied in, in him. him. Listen to that. Yeah. God is most glorified in us when we stop and we sit and we say, God, you are God and everything that you do is amazing. I am satisfied in you. Yeah. And that's it. So if that's robotic, that's okay. I'm all right with that. That's called Christian hedonism, by the way, for everyone yes. out there. Um, uh, thoughts on Doug yeah, Wilson? So, Doug Wilson uh, is awesome. Captain. Old, I like uh, he's, he's old. Um, he's very old. He's a scholar. 
he's wise. He's uh, based. He's he has a, a blog called Blog I and May Blog. And I think he's a believer, right? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I hope. I guess some people can get so knowledgey that they they, they kind of never really believed. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying that's him. I'm just saying that not. There's, there's some out there. Um, but hey, for, a lot of people the, don't like him because of the way he talks about uh, man's roles and women's roles in. Oh, he body. wants a theophany for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm okay with it, right? It feels good for God. It's good for us. It's good with. It's good for the future. God, God's, God's law. God's moral law. God's law. That's, that's right. Um, I'm okay with that. But uh, for it's just so real quick before we get off the free will thing. All right. So how does God's sovereign will? And him being in control of everything, right, overlap with man's will and us being free and autonomous in a sense, right? Not completely autonomous because God is the only one that's completely autonomous. How do those two things work together? I don't know, but they do, right? <laughs> that's we, right. We, and I don't have to – I don't, you, don't take it up with me. Take it up with scripture. You see it everywhere right. in scripture, right? Genesis 50, 20, you meant it for bad, right? You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. God used that. God takes that and he controls that and he does what he wants with that. Romans 9, read it. Read it over and over and over again. God literally makes a choice and he is good when he does that. So the same way I don't understand how the Trinity works, it's beyond my knowledge. God is in control and he is sovereign and his providence always works out to the greatest for example you are this is the world the all the out of all the worlds god could have created the one you are currently living right is the one that gives him the most glory or it wouldn't be the world it wouldn't be the world we live in right so out of all the worlds all the potential worlds this is the one that gives him the most glory okay and everything that sovereignty and that freedom and everything that we experience is going to give god the most glory he is completely in control how does the like a true Molinist. How does the Trinity work? <laughs> how how does how does sovereignty and free will work together? I don't know, but trust him, right? So now we're getting into things beyond the cross, and when we start doing that, I just always want to remind people: at the end of the day, trust Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These are second. These are a lot of these are secondary issues. Uh, they're fun to. Well, when you when you say God's not in control, He just wants to be in love. You kind of just make God like. Like all he is is a. <laughs> yeah. You kind of you kind of crossed that blasphemy line, my bro. Well, yeah, that was not that was not good. Um, all right, I want to. If I don't know if least of these is still in here, but I do want to get to one of his at least one or two of his TikToks that he sent us since he he was so gracious to come in and ask. So let's oh, see if yeah, I can he sent find a bunch, didn't he? Uh, he sent a few. Let's see here. We'll start with uh, Moses humbly receiving the directions of God. All right, here let's. I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. Shot of tequila, beer on tap, sweet southern warm and sit on my lap. I've been working all week and I'm tired. And I... <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> that was Aaron, by the way. That was oh, that was fantastic, bro. I, I got to watch that again. Hang on. I want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. Shot of tequila, beer on tap, sweet southern warm and sit on my lap. I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. 
<laughs> bro you know those israelites were chilling with that golden calf down there they were like man moses is taking far too long let us go and create our own uh, god and just party just like we're, we're out of egypt let's just throw down <laughs> back into the bondage of what we just oh. left oh that wait good. that's a guy from your hometown Riss. oh gosh Wait, now we gotta watch it. A lot of y'all know my ex-female passed away in a car crash, Sean. Her ex, his ex-female. But what y'all might yeah. not know is that I lay awake at night sometimes, Sean, praying to God that He could send me a time machine for straighter. Because if I had one chance to go back, if I had one chance to go back, dog, I would have borrowed way more money from her, dude, because I ain't even got to pay it back now, dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hell. I was so I'm sad, going to, bro. I'm going to hell. I thought I was dude, saying, I'm not. I'm going I was to hell. like, I was like, I was oh, like, no, like. <laughs> oh, you got us, you jerk. He's right, though. He's uh, right. I would have borrowed so much more money. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got to pay him back, though. I see him at Ross all the time with his still alive girlfriend. Bro, you have to. T- okay, Rick, <laughs> you have to tell him about this podcast now. And let him know that we reacted. Thank you for that laugh. Oh, man. All right. Here, this will be good. We got some dad jokes. Let's check them out. And I got to refresh it again. Thanks, TikTok. You're great. Your app and your website is fantastic. Just, <laughs> just utterly fantastic. All right, let me refresh it. Boy, we, you know what, Logan? This is the longest podcast that we've done. And uh, this is the, it, this feels like this is the fastest that we've, uh, it's, it's gone really fast, man. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Uh, time is really fast. Um, Dad jokes when it's not working. This is a, what I would like to do in the future, Drew, is like the, yeah. the ones that we get some good comments and some good answers to, that we make those into their own individual clips for like some shorts. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be a good one. If you one. guys haven't heard of YouTube shorts, uh, it's like a, what YouTube's response to TikTok was, right? So yeah. TikTok, uh, remember, so everyone knows that scrolling is a, uh, a development from uh, Facebook that was really used to kind of control us, right? It, it triggers dopamine every time you flick through um, you get a dopamine hit, dopamine hit. So you get really addicted to it. Um, and you, you do that with TikTok, right? So, um, but instead of fixing the problem, we just, everyone just merges to do the same thing. So YouTube shorts are supposed to bring you to a full length video. So, well, I can't get the thing to play anymore. So I think that means that we're going to be done with TikToks for tonight. Awesome. Sorry, Sarah. She was like, I'm here for the dad jokes. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. It's just not. Uh... Oh, hang on. Oh, it's working now. I spoke to. Thank you, Laura. Laura must have just. Or Laura. Sarah must have just prayed. All right. The Titanic extents have in common. I see dead people. <laughs> I see dead people. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he really loved that, didn't he? Yeah, it's a little fight. Unless you're prepared for the repercussions. <laughs> How do you sell a deaf man a chicken? Wanna buy a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I have two unwritten rules. 
I wasn't very That's hungry like, yesterday, so I just grabbed a kid's meal at McDonald's. Him and his mom were so mad. <laughs> I was working at a hotel, and a man came up to the desk and said, I can't remember what room I'm in. I said, no problem, sir. You're in the lobby. <laughs> oh, man. All right, hang on. We got more. I feel like this is me with my salvation. <laughs> Trying to earn my salvation. This is a Torah keeper right here. <laughs> That's good. Is this James White? Don't be sad you're not on YouTube now, Kelly. Oh, no. juggling. too much oh that was good all right here i'll uh, do one more from matthew since i don't know if he's watching or not but uh i hope you're still here matt yeah all right let's do 
which is why Judah carried all the money for the disciples. What's up, guys? You remember the story he's got when a new Jesus hand asked about paying taxes to Caesar, and he asks for a coin? And then he asked him the question, you know, whose image is printed on the coin. You ever wonder why Jesus had to ask in order to get a coin? Did Jesus not have any money on him? The answer to that question is, yeah, he didn't have any money on him. And that's because there was an idol printed on the coin. Caesar claimed to be God. So it was idolatry to carry money with you. And there's a basic principle in Judaism that you avoid idolatry, even the appearance of idolatry at all costs. And we see the Messiah taking this exact precaution, even with money, which is why Judah carried all the money for the disciples. But my point about this is, if Jesus was so incredibly careful about avoiding idolatry, shouldn't we be doing that too? Even to avoid looking like we might be participating in idolatry, such as, I don't know, laying a gift at the base of a tree, bowing before it. Eh, food for thought. What's up, guys? Oh, that's you the story when G Who's this guy? Do you know this guy? Yeah, Alternative Dave, uh, Seamus, and uh, Alternative Brad. Uh, they're Torah Creepers. Torah Observers. Torah Creepers, that's right. We should say Torah that from now observers. on. Torah, Torah Creepers. Observers. I love it. They are Torah Creepers. Keepers is what I said. Uh, I don't yeah, so... The premise falls apart. He tells Peter, right? The Lord would never ask you to go do something wrong. I never tell you to go willingly said. He tells Peter to go and grab the, like the coin from the fish's mouth, right? Of which is a miracle in and of itself. A fish appears, gives him the coin, takes the coin. Then he, you know, does a, you know, his lesson. Whose face is on this? Is it God's or Caesar's? All right, then give to Caesar what is Caesar's. What is the Sermon on the Mount about? The heart of the individual. Amen. The Lord would not ask Peter to go grab something and potentially be um, stained with idolatry. He's not going to do that. Dude, we, we would apart. all be, I mean, all of the money that's printed with faces on it today. Way to go, George. Way to go, George Washington. Way to go, Abe. Oh boy! Yeah. Way to Thanks go, Ken Ham. Washington. Make Ken Ham would be—he would love to be on the three. You know, bill. Ken Ham would have the coin in his mouth, and we would have to punch him in the <laughs> stomach in order to get the coin out. <laughs> Jesus would have told us, "Punch that man in the stomach," because he is not Noah, and he has to stop pretending that he is Noah. <laughs> All right, it. man. I think we need to close out. We've uh, we we've gone two I, and a half hours. It is, I, it it's late. Okay, so guys, listen. Um, send us your videos. I love this format. I would love to do this. I got to figure out a way how to get this to be shown on TikTok at the same time, so that other everybody can experience it. Maybe we can have like oh, a third. There is a, there's a screen display option when you go live. So maybe if you we could get the Doctrines of Rad account up to a thousand followers, we could use the go. Doctrines of Rad account to screen like the pot the YouTube channel, right? And oh, then we can have all three going yeah. together. Hey, That's a way better idea, bro. I got a lot of good ideas. Not a lot. Yeah, okay, they yeah. don't happen often, but when I do, they're... we need you guys to go follow and promote the Doctrines of Rad TikTok so we can get to a thousand so I can go live on that one. Yeah, um, and then we can screenplay, and then we can yeah. all three be on it, and then yeah, that'd be good. I like that idea. That's a good one. Good one. All right, bro. Well, uh, is it is it my turn for the gospel today, yeah. or is it... uh, no? It's mine. No, that's mine. Go for um, it. Let's hear it. All right. So for the nine people on here, and anybody that's watching over time throughout YouTube, uh, thanks for the great discussion. God bless. God bless, Kathy. Um, real quick before you go though, Kathy, before any of you go. Understand that you are a sinner, right? 
and that God, the creator of the universe, has made a way for you to be redeemed to himself, who is holy and righteous. That's right. And that's through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus came, lived a perfect life, died for you, and on the third day was raised to life. Right. So um, I, I hope you can trust that. We kind of covered a, a few of that, a few nuances of that throughout this podcast. But if you can just trust Jesus and trust who he is, right, and understand that on the day of judgment, God isn't going to see your sins, which are many, who has forgiven much, loves much. But Christ loved you so that you can then love him. So on the day of judgment, God is going to remove your sins as far as the east is from the west, and he's going to clothe you in Christ's righteousness, Amen. which is not something you deserve. Because on the cross, all the, all the scars and the whips and the spear and the thorns and all the bloodshed and even carrying the cross to Golgotha, none of that was in comparison to God pouring out his wrath on his beloved son. He punished sin, your sin, and my sin on that cross. That's important. He imputed our sin to him so that on the day of judgment, God's or Christ's righteousness is imputed to us. I hope you can trust that and believe it and trust who Christ is. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for you because he knows you by name. He loves you in your mother's womb. He knew you and knitted you together. You are not an accident. You are not here by mistake. You are not hearing this podcast or listening to us and enjoying time and fellowship with us right now on accident. That's right. You are perfectly and wonderfully made. And one day you will stand before a holy and righteous God and you will give account for every word that you've said and every deed that you've done. I hope in that moment, Christ's righteousness clothes you and protects you from what you deserve as a sinner take care and god bless you guys amen god bless you guys we'll see you next week on monday